In the late 90s, early aughts, three friends met in the woods to tell each other scary stories. They recorded their stories and captured unexplained paranormal phenomena. The members of the Scary Storyteller Society are unknown. All that remains are the tapes that were recovered from their abandoned campsite. And when you listen to them, you'll have to ask yourself, are you scared of these stories? <laughs> well, for tonight, the founding members of the Scary Storyteller Society's whereabouts are known. Owens, Jenkins, and Hibbs are reaching out to you through the void. And we are recording these scary stories right before your eyes and directly into your brains, raw and unfiltered. The tapes recovered from the abandoned campsite are like pieces of a cursed riddle, a riddle that's cosmic, ancient, and macabre. A tape is kind of a story tomb that houses not just the physical sound of the story being told, but also the darkness conjured with every story that's ever been submitted and told to the Scary Storyteller Society. You will gather with us around the fire, and you will bear witness to the bizarre and unexplained paranormal phenomenon as it's being captured, as Owens, Jenkins, and myself form a demonic triad that turns us into demented maniacs through the act of sharing scary stories. So, listen and watch if you dare. Because the dark energy that surges through us in its raw form as we unleash the madness of our stories into the universe can attach itself to you. And what might appear at face value to be a simple table reading of a silly story could infect your spirit and scar your very soul. And before you know it, before you have any chance to stop it from happening, you'll end up laughing and screaming and raving alone in the dark. <laughs> so without further ado, I give you Are You Scared of These Stories? Raw Tapes. Are you scared? 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 I'm scared. scared. This is getting scary. I'm scared. Are you scared? 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 Alright. We shall begin the scary story. Follow along at home. Sounds of the ocean are heard. Sounds of rockets can be heard starting to warm up. A computer voice sounds off, echoing out and over the ocean. Launch sequence initiated. Please. Please, Mitchell Cochran. I don't understand. I don't want to. Just, just kill me. 
Mark Mallowcup, you're strapped to a rocket. This rocket will take you to the moon. We hear sounds of science fiction-like gadgets energizing and beaming with power. This device we've attached to your chest will protect you from cosmic radiation and allow you to breathe and move on the moon as if you were on Earth. Yes, thank you, Kaku number two. I am Kaku number four from another dimension. Destroy the Gatorade machines on the moon, Mark, and we will end your suffering. Yes, I'm Kaku number one, and I'd like to say good luck, good choices, and may the Kaku be with you always. Okay, Owens, cue Mark of the Moon theme in the style of Bark at the Moon by Ozzy Osbourne. Owens, go go for it. Uh, like, okay, uh... We hear the rockets. The rockets are starting to whir. Computer voice. No! No! Let me go! Let me go! Rocket launching in three, two, one, and the rocket explodes into the sky. No! We cut to the campfire. <laughs> ah, yeah. Hey, come on, Owens. <laughs> Let me see what you got. Jake, it's fucking enough with the basketball, man. Come like, on. I don't, I don't fucking... Give me what you got, Owens. Take it to my hole. Come on. Don't, uh, don't stop saying that, dude. Like, just don't fucking... The, take it to the whole thing. Also, there's no fucking basketball hoop out here, man. We're in the middle of the woods. <laughs> no excuses. Come on. Let me see what you got. Hold on, let me get another sip. I'm not playing Jacobs. I'm not <sighs> fucking playing basketball with you, okay? Come on, Hibs. We're fucking we're in the woods. Come on, Hibs. Kick it. Quench it. <laughs> Game of one on one for the rest of my Gatorade. <laughs> Jenkins, there's no basketball court, okay? We're amongst the trees. And you've been backwashing into that fucking Gatorade. I wouldn't play I wouldn't play basketball for a bottle of Gatorade spit, okay? Owens, wouldn't it be cool to be like Michael Jordan? Yeah. Yeah, no shit, dude. Yeah, it would be real cool to be fucking Michael Jordan. So the other day I was just thinking about that. Like, I was just looking up at the stars and just thinking, what would it, like, what, what it be like to be like Mike? That's a good song. I mean, I get that. I get it. I, I, I'm a big fan of the, the you know. I've never heard like the song, but fucking... it was ringing in my head and I just kept thinking, what would it be like Mike? And then, <laughs> you got another dollar? I'm kind of running low on G. Yeah, yeah, here. Woohoo, yeah. Hear the sound of the Gatorade vending machine. <laughs> Taking a little while to Okay, nice. <laughs> Jesus. What the hell's wrong with that fucking thing? Oh, this baby? This little baby over here? <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Hey girl. You saying "Hey, girl" to the Gatorade machine or to Owens? You talking about this thing, this girl here? Yeah, we're, yeah. He's talking about the Gatorade machine. He's not hitting me. He's hitting the Gatorade machine. Really off-putting that you're calling the Gatorade machine a girl and doing that. So I don't like that at all. Good job, girl. 
Yeah, I'm sick of I'm sick of lugging drinks out here, so this thing's super convenient. Thank you, Hibbs, for installing this fucking thing. It's the best thing you've ever done in my my entire relationship with you. It's the best choice you've ever made. <laughs> well, for, well, hold on a second, okay? Before you say anything you're gonna regret, I didn't install it, okay? I thought you installed this out here. I, I didn't I didn't set this thing up out here. Owens, did you do this? Jacob's <laughs> Jacob's you have Gatorade pants on. You have Gatorade shoes on. Feel the G. You're like it says, it says feel the G up my arm. <laughs> is that a tattoo or is that a fake tattoo? This is a translucent jacket sleeve and it's tattooed on my arm. It's under my jacket sleeve. <laughs> so yeah, why do you think we suspected that you put this out here? Okay? You're obsessed with G. Owens, did you put this thing out here? What? No. What what? And Jake, it's take it easy drinking all that fucking Gatorade, man. You're not an athlete, okay? You're just gonna get fucking fat uh, from all that sugar. Yeah, I'm what? Fat from sugar. <laughs> Talking yeah, about like it, I mean, you have to be an actual uh, athlete to benefit from drink, drinking Gatorade. You know that, right? Well, other I, than that, you're just gonna get diabetes. I hate to tell you this, Owens. I'm just like Mike, so no worries about me getting fat. Ah, <laughs> uh, Jacobs, you look like Michael Jordan if he was the f- whitest fattest little girl from Willy Wonka okay you look like a jo- you look like it's already affecting your body like my muscles are bulging out is that what you mean no you look unhealthy already hmm. wait a minute wait a minute so how's this Gatorade machine getting powered I'm not seeing a plug I mean who who's collecting money off of this thing Hibs, come the fuck on. I mean, we know that you're the one that's that has this is your new scheme or whatever the fuck it is. I'm not. No, it's not. I'm not getting any money out of this. I've seen you put a dollar in that machine tied to a fish line. And then so you could rip that bad bad boy out and uh, Gatorade pops out. That's what I've I've seen you like swindle your like do that. Hibs, you don't have to cheat us. OK, brother, I get free G for life. Free G. That's on my other arm. And I'm a G-man for life. That's crossed my my chest. Don't be shy, okay? Wait, are these real tattoos? Are these? Yeah, are these tats? <laughs> yeah, they're still healing. Don't get too close because these <laughs> things are a pop. They're filling with well, I, I ink and pus. Are you are you using the money from this Gatorade machine to get Gatorade tattoos? I don't get any money, okay? I just love G, okay? All right, all right. We gotta we gotta figure this out, okay? We gotta figure out where the money's coming from on this. Fucking gives a shit. I can't be hit with some weird bill or strange taxes over all the money in this fucking Gatorade machine. Sounds like you could use a calculator. And I happen to have one right here in the bright orange pants of my Gatorade tracksuit. Now, now that is one sophisticated calculator. You know, you know that the calculator. Wait, hold on. You know that calculator and all this talk about Gatorade machines kind of reminds me of a story, Hibbs, a scary story. Oh, so you did bring this Gatorade machine out here? You brought it out here as a scare prop? Nope. Sorry to get your hopes up. It was here before. I wouldn't put that much effort in. Almost as if it arrived here on its own. <laughs> A Gatorade vending machine that could what? Like a walk? Like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> this Gatorade machine? This girl right here? This girl? Talking about this yeah. baby? 
yeah. this girl this <laughs> kid yes god damn it yes this girl can walk talk fight and fuck just like us oh what Jesus. this girl she's real <laughs> what are you hang she's on. fucking spectacular Hang is that on. a Seinfeld quote? Did you bang that Gatorade machine? No, ew, no. Now, if banging you mean suck down all the juice out of her, then I'm probably been banging her all day. I don't like that one bit. I have a story that's not only going to scare you guys, it's going to blow your mind and quench your thirst. Your thirst for spooky stories, that is. A story about one man. One man with one love of calculators fighting one armada of one group of Gatorade machines from across the cosmos of our very own moon. Our one single moon. <laughs> Submitted to scare you, pieces of shit. Mark Malacup 4. Mark of the Moon. Wait, why is there four? I've never even heard the first three. Owens, don't just... Jenkins... James, what are you doing? Don't okay? worry, Owens. I'll catch you up to speed with this one, okay? What do you mean you're going to catch me up to speed? There's not only... We've, you've never told the story I'm gonna with catch, this guy. I'm going to catch you up to speed with one recap. <laughs> so, we hear... We go back to the ocean. There's the ambiance of seagulls and light ocean waves churning. Oh, hey, oh. We hear sounds of repairs, welding, a small team of engineers assembling some sort of rocket or herd along with the ocean sounds. Golly gee. Mark, look what you've become. You're a man who's practically part calculator at this point, strapped to the tippity top of a two-ton rocket in the middle of China's Yellow Sea. Huh. My name's Mark Malacup. You're probably wondering how I got here. Things never used to be like this. Long ago, I was your typical, run-of-the-mill, mild-mannered calculator salesman. Just like the ones you'd see on the street on an average day. Back in my day, there was a calculator salesman on every corner. We called that the heyday. <laughs> there were violent turf wars between the rival calculator salesmen, though. And it was still kind of fun. I had a pretty sweet life back then. I was a rock star in my own mind, and when it came to selling calculators door to door, nobody could beat me. <laughs> I was good at my job too, and I provided for my loving family, my wife, and my one child, and my other child, which makes for two lovely children. But in a flash, <laughs> but in a flash, that was all taken away from me. Like someone smashed the CE button on a calculator, but instead of a calculator, it was my whole gosh darn life. It all happened the night I encountered a Gatorade machine. Ding, Flashing ding, ding, back ding, ding. right now. Ronnie! Ronnie at the front desk! There's something kooky going on back here. In this holiday, something's kooky's going on back here in this holiday inn. <laughs> the Gatorade machine. The vending machine that dispenses thirst-quenching Gatorade in your vending machine area for guests has come to life and it's hunting me down, Ronnie. I know, Mark, because I'm actually a Gatorade machine in disguise. Gatorade machines can be heard over the phone making demonic sounds as they burst through the room and start attacking Mark. 
Oh, these Laura Dern Gatorade machines are ripping me apart. My arm, my god darn leg. Oh, Greek, Greek dressing. You're turning me into Greek dressing. This Gatorade machine is turning me into Greek dressing. This dramatic cut. Dramatic cut. Back to narration. The first night I was attacked by Gatorade machines, it turned out that I was in some sort of world of illusions created by a cabal of created by a cabal of demonic sentient Gatorade vending machines. I know it doesn't make a lick of sense. Most of the time, I don't even understand it myself. But for whatever reason, Gatorade machines came to life. They plotted against me, Mark Malakup, and they left me for dead in a kind of void. Dare I say? A purgatory of sorts between time and space and calculators. You hear the sound of cold winds blowing. Oh, God. I've been chewed up and spit out. I'm dying. I feel like a giant loogie with broken bones inside it. Like a fresh owl pellet. I'm just an old owl pellet mushed into a deep, dark void. I just want to see my family one last time. It was in that void where I met the devil himself, a mad scientist from Japan who called himself Marcho Kokoro. <laughs> Mark Malokop, I am Mishu Kaku. I've come from the future to rescue you. I will merge you with machines and send you to the past, to the lost colony of Roanoke, Virginia, to destroy the first alien machine sent to Earth. To destroy mankind. Machines you refer to as Gatorade machines. Wait a minute. Lost Colony of Virginia? I'm a scientist, Mark. Trust me. I'm pretty sure the Lost Colony was in North Carolina. Not in this dimension, Mark. That sounds like a copy. <laughs> that sounds like a cop out. You can't just rewrite history, cockle. I'm a powerful scientist. I can do whatever the fuck I want. Like send you back in time to the colony of my choosing. Please. Please, I don't want to do this. Please just take me home to my family, Mitchell. Mark, if you don't go back in time to stop these machines, they will kill everyone, including your family. Gulp? Okay. Okay, I'll do it. But you promise me when these things are dead that you'll get me back to my family. Yes, Mark, I promise. All right, Doc. Fix me up and let's save the lost colony of Roanoke. Virginia? Sounds of, <laughs> Sounds of lasers and Mark screaming as he's being put together by Mitchell Cochran. Oh! Just hold still, Mark. One more adjustment. How many gosh darn lasers do you need? As many as it takes to bind man with machine. <laughs> now I know what a calculator feels like every time you Ex press a freaking button. Exactly, Mark. <laughs> what a new perspective on life. It's all going according <laughs> to plan. Mitchell Cochran used Japanese math and laser beams to painfully graft machines to my body. He replaced my legs with robot legs and turned my right arm into a calculator-powered plasma cannon energy blaster. Then, he shot me back in time.
time portal blasts open and, <laughs> and we're in the dark ages we have a dark you know medieval village background kind of ambiance oh my god i need to shoot my laser blaster i guess i need to top the code in and make it fire eight zero zero eight five Demonic horses slash Gatorade machines can be heard screaming. Well, hello there, little pony. Didn't mean to spook you with my energy blast. What a lovely little pony of this soon-to-be-lost colony of Roanoke, uh, Virginia, in the year of <laughs> one, five, eight, five. Why don't you come with me, little pony? And we'll find some oats for you to munch on. Sound effect of a horse neighing and kicking Mark right in the teeth. <laughs> gorf! North! North Gorf! Nat little noni nicked my knees out! And nicked out on my knees! More horses and Gatorade machines start attacking Mark. Nat little noni nicked me in the knees! <laughs> no! Oh, no, not. No, knees, no, knees, no, Gatorade, no, knees! Gatorade machines keep attacking Mark. His whole colony is nailed with Gatorade machines. They're numbing after me. Now I'm around it. Now I'm around it. Nerf, nerf, nerf. They're all there turning me into a nerf gun. Nerf, nerf. Nerf. Hang on. Wait, hang What's on. Up? What's Jay, up? Are we still in the fucking prologue? Yeah, got a problem? I mean, I guess it's cool, but Jesus, it's a lot of fucking backstory, okay? I mean, yeah. you know... Yeah. You know, where, where the fuck did all this like come from? like a Lord from? of the Rings type of story I'm telling here. And I'm just skipping the yeah, first Yeah, but where did books. it all come from? Like, where's where's the first three? Like, I don't understand. Oh my god, Owens. I wish I knew. You know all the times when you guys are chit-chatting and I'm just sitting here in silence? No, you're always fucking talking. You don't shut the fuck up. Well, when I'm sitting here in silence, it's because I have all these kind of thoughts just beaming into my head. I have stories just streaming into my brain like a faucet I can't shut off. You know? I'm sucking off from the spout of these ideas, okay? I know. It's intimidating. I can tell by your faces. You guys are intimidated by my thoughts. It's not. It's not intimidating. It's just fucking, it's just a lot to take in, okay? I mean, it's kind of disgusting how you describe it, but outside of your description, what you're doing, I love it. And I love that you're getting into it, but as a master storyteller, I'm going to have to give you some critiques, okay? The biggest one is, you got to wrap up this prologue, Jenkins. Listen, all right? this prologue needs to be told because these previous chapters in the story live in me as if we've already lived them, okay? It scares me. All right, all right, uh, okay, all right, all right. Just, let's not go into that side of it. Let's just wrap it up. All right. I mean, like, I still don't even know who the fucking guy is. Like, it's just, it's weird. Like, I don't. You're weird, Owens. <laughs> sounds, <laughs> sounds of Gatorade machines attacking Mark. Oh, Nate, Nate, Nero. Oh, I topped it wrong. Nate, Nero, Nero. Ah, oh, can't nudge the numbers. That's enough. <laughs> I again was in a bind, <laughs> but I was eventually beaten mercilessly and left for dead by a gang of ghostly Gatorade machines. The whole world around me just faded away, and I was, once again, thrown into a strange nightmare. 
the whole colony of Roanoke, Virginia, in the year of 1585 was just another gosh darn illusion cast by a cabal of demonic Gatorade machines. They crushed my parts, bashed my head in, and left me to suffer. I was tricked for the second Goldie Dawn time, and just when I thought I could no longer cling to life, a miracle happened. I woke up, and I was back home, just in time for Christmas, with my beautiful wife. I was myself again. No calculator arm, no robot legs, just 100% grade A prime choice Mark Malacup meat. Welcome back, dear. Didi's home for Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Didi. Didi. <laughs> Didi. <laughs> Didi. And then, when I was finally at my happiest, go luckiest moment, those Gatorade machines struck their most devastating blow. Oh no! <laughs> what is this? <laughs> oh no! Didi, oh! my bones, Didi. Didi, oh! <laughs> I don't know if it was another, I don't know if it was another one of their nightmare illusions, but it felt all oh, too real. Help us! <laughs> I woke up in an alley still more calculator than man, and I searched out my family, but they were dead and buried. If, if you were to plug it, if you were to plug all these events into my life, like a, like, oh, Hold on. If you were to plug all these events into my life into a T92 graphing calculator, you could chart out a slope that runs forever and always into the negative quadrants of hell and torment. <laughs> if you were to plug all those events into my life, <laughs> if you were to, <laughs> if you were to plug all the events in my life into a T92 graphing calculator, you could chart out a slope that runs forever. And always into the negative quadrants of hell and torment. Ah, <laughs> I, I am for some reason still alive to this day, but I don't know what's real anymore. This could a this could all just be one long illusion cast by the sadistic Gatorade machines that love to torment me. So I changed the equation. I entered the memory of myself and my past into the matrices of this Gatorade machine hellscape. Excuse me, hexscape. Where I'm forced to live out the rest of my days. And you know what? For a while there, things were starting to turn around for old M.M. But just when that ne but just when that negative old slope was just starting to level out, along came not one, not two, not three, but four Mitchell Cochrans. Effects of Robocop movements can be heard. Mark is walking down a modern suburban uh, neighborhood in the spring, selling, doing door-to-door -door house calls, <laughs> like a selling robot. calculators. <laughs> he is more, he's basically the Borg right now from Star Trek Next Generation. Do-do-do-do. House calls again. Mark's there. <laughs> Mark, there's nothing better than getting in the open air of any town USA to give families the gift of precise calculation. <laughs> what a great gift. <laughs> Sound effect of knocking on a screen door, you know. Good afternoon, ma'am. <laughs> Why is he still walking in place? I gotta keep my legs moving or they will freeze up. 
It's like it's like they're trying to find their balance. Like one of those Boston <laughs> Dynamics robots is constantly having to putter around to find his balance. <laughs> but really, my what's it called? Uh, not G uh, gy my gyroscopes are wacky this morning. <laughs> they got a one too bit, of, one too many cups of coffee. <laughs> Well, Ma'am, did you say, oh my god, yet? <laughs> I mean, so it's a, it's a terrifying sight to see. Owens, did you say that line already? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, oh my god, yeah, it's, it's, cr what is going on? I was waiting for that. They usually say that to me. <laughs> Ma'am. Ma I was saying that to the camera, by the way. Ma'am, <laughs> ma'am, please don't be frightened by my appearance. I mean you no harm. I'm just, uh, I'm just your friendly neighborhood cybernetic calculator salesman, offering premium calculators made by Calcu Great Industries. <laughs> Offered by Calcu Great Calculator Company. The same company that uses many of the same great calculator parts that are inside all these gizmos grafted to my body that keep my heart and brain alive. <laughs> oh my god, she fainted. <laughs> and right there, she fainted in front of me. Okay, that's a second fainter for today. <laughs> Jeez Louise, Mark. <laughs> you are the ladies, man. I'm just gonna go what? ahead and leave a free calculator right next. I'm just gonna go ahead and leave a free calculator right here next to her sleeping little noggin because she's nothing better. Wait, what? Whoa, whoa, whoa! What? <laughs> because there's nothing better. There's nothing. <laughs> she's no for good. Uh, because there's nothing better than waking up to a calculator next to your noggin. Not sure if you can hear me, ma'am. Hopefully, you're not in some sort of coma. If you can hear me, ma'am, if this is getting through, I just want you to remember that Mark Malacup's my name and calculators are my game. He walks away. We hear more Robocop sounds. Walks up to the next door and knocks on it. The door opens. Uses a lot of solar energy to get these legs moving. <laughs> I imagine it takes him at least an hour and a half to go from one house. He only can do about like maybe maybe four houses in a day. <laughs> he has to save the energy to leave the neighborhood. He doesn't drive. He can't fit in a car. Okay. You think I can press pedals with these legs? No way. Knock, knock, knock. Mark's knocking on your door. Knock, knock, knocking with Mark on the door. If this was an instrument, I'd be jamming on your door. You gotta do this one, Hibbs. You want me to do this one? Sure. Who the hell are you? What? What is this? Ma'am. Ma'am. Calm down. I mean you no harm. I'm just a cybernetic calculator salesman for the Great Calculator Company. Is, is that why you're dressed like that? Is this some sort of publicity stunt? Ma'am. Please don't worry about my parts. I wish this was all some sort of candid camera. Dare I say, Jamie Kennedy experiment. I assure you, ma'am, you are not getting X'd. I do not that. I, I do not do that. I do not X people. Please don't think I X people. 
<laughs> Please, I'm begging you, just hear me out. I'm a I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not hired by Jamie Kennedy. I do not know Jamie Kennedy. Please, I've never I even met even the guy. What, I don't even know what that is. Oh, Mark, so, you've done it again. You've referenced a show that doesn't exist yet. My brainer. It's got a bunch of scrambled eggs up here. <laughs> I assure you, ma'am, you're not getting next. Please just hear me out. I'm a simple man. Offering you the simple offering you simply the best just like tina turner would say in calculators um <laughs> mark holds up the calculator i imagine the robot arm takes another you know slowly rises up to hold the calculator up ma'am i gotta tell you these graphing calculators aren't just the trade secret for engineers and mathematicians no ma'am not anymore these calculators can help you calculate something as simple as your grocery budget to save you a few extra buccarinos at the store. See me winking? <laughs> you see me winking here, ma'am? Up top on my head? You I see guess. That? <laughs> Been working That's on like this like a bright a laser shining in my face, so it's hard to see. Sorry about that. That's my radar. I like to be playful with my customers, ma'am. Boss man says it makes you more endearing for your for the customer. Boss man says it's <laughs> Boss man says it makes you more endearing with the customers, and he's been in the biz for a while. Helps pump up your numbers, he says. Huh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> I guess I'm just starting to think about my family now. <laughs> Oh, man, I'm getting sad. I am getting sad right now. Oh, ma'am, I hope you don't get upset that I'm getting sad. Whew. These calculators are pretty great. <laughs> These calculators can uh, help you calculate the trajectory of a model rocket for your son. <laughs> you, you got a little boy in there, ma'am? I, I thought I picked him up on my little boy. <laughs> I thought I picked him up. I thought I picked up a little boy on my radar. Please stop tracking my son with your cybernetic parts. Ma'am, please do not think this is Jamie Kennedy. I'm not. This is not a prank. You're not getting next. Do not worry. You are in not any kind of. You're not in any kind of danger. Okay. I am not radioactive. In case you were wondering about that, and if if this helps you sleep at night, <laughs> this is all clean solar. I mean, I got a strip on the top of my head. I mean, this baby is in the back of my head bumping my cord i got a strip on the top of my head maybe if you put your hand over it maybe if you put your hand over it i'd shut down actually if you put your hand over the strip of the of my head i'd start to get a little tired <laughs> this just in i can't wear hats anymore <laughs> my son gave me a hat once it said number uno papino miss that little guy it was a fun hat right. and he was a fun kid Mark's getting sad thinking about his family. Really, if he didn't understand kids, what was happening. Sad. Yeah, he's he's got a, a calculator strip on his head. It's very important <laughs> to understand that. Man, I don't know if you understand this or not, but go ahead, literally look at the back of my head. I have an actual solar strip like you see on old calculators on the back of my head. 
Now this is going to be important. I've been breaking fourth wall here this whole time, and I'm going to tell the camera, this is important for the rest of this story. Okay? (laughs) You guys following me on this part? Oh, God. I don't know if it's me putting my hand over my strip. Or me, or me just thinking about my son. But this is making me sad. Really sad. Oh, how old's your little boy in there, ma'am? Slams door in his face. Oh. I am not surprised. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear me in there, ma'am, but I'm, I'm sure you gotta get back to your bacon banana bread for your little rugrats. <laughs> or prepping dinner for your husband after he comes back after a long, long day on the road. Probably selling, I don't know, rulers or (laughs) (laughs) carpenter squares or something. (laughs) Or architect tees. Architect tees or he's selling like uh, levels or something like that. Maybe it's just, hey, maybe it's just pencils. Who knows? (laughs) I don't know. Maybe it's old school. Maybe selling pencils. I don't know if you can hear me in there. I'm screaming into your wooden door. It's thicker. It's the <laughs> thickest door I've ever seen. But I'm just going to go ahead and leave this little calculator on your porch at the foot of your door. Consider it a free sample, ma'am. Has a little calling card on the back. <laughs> Remember, Mark Malakup's the name. And calculators are my game. Mark, Mark walks away after after placing the calculator on the porch. Two houses he goes down. down the street. <laughs> Two houses down. An entire neighborhood left to go. <laughs> he goes to the next house. I imagine people are like all afraid and like starting to lock their doors and look out their windows. They see this robot man marching down the street. What are those loud tank sounds outside? Don't look out the window. Do not look out the window, honey. All right, we're at the next house. Knocking on the door. Oh dear. <laughs> a female deer. <laughs> Let me just get on down. <laughs> wait. Oh wait. Wait, you're way ahead. I skipped an entire part. Door. Yeah. Uh, oh, the door is opening. Howdy, ma'am. Do not be alarmed. My name is Mark Malacup, not Jamie Kennedy, and hello. Whoa. There's a little boy down there. <laughs> <laughs> I expected your mother to be answering the door. What are you doing answer the door, little tiny child? Hello. Sound of Mark kneeling down. (laughs) That takes about two hours. (laughs) He's doing that while he's on his knees. This to this kid, Mark looks like a fucking Megazord. I imagine. (laughs) Oh dear, a female deer. Not you, kid. It's a it's a turn of phrase. (laughs) I'm not saying you're a deer. (laughs) Let me just get down here on one knee, huh? You'd like that if I got down on one knee? <laughs> level, let me level I, with you, son. That doesn't matter. I'm leveling with you, little tyke. You little tonka tyke. You know, my boy would have would have been about your age. He was heading out of the terrible twos and was heading to the screaming three me's. <laughs> how, old, how old are you? Four, five, six, seven? Are you eight or you nine or... Are you up in the bigger numbers like 10 or 11 or are you 12? <laughs> Tell me, boy, are you 13? Are you 14? <laughs> you 15, son? Are you in your? Are you a teenager, son, or are you in your 20s now? How old are you? I'm having trouble gauging how old you are, son. 
think my radar's on the fritz. My, my radar's on the fritz. It feels like someone's microwaving a, <laughs> an aluminum ball in my head. I can't gauge your age. My Kids boy radar's <laughs> my boy radar's, aka my taco meter's a little wonky today. I use it to measure my son's growth. <laughs> a, lot of, <laughs> a lot of folks use walls and crayons to chart their child's growth. I use this little satellite device that pops out from behind my ear and emits a little tachyon beams that sonar locate boys and bounce back their growth. But this thing's on the fritz. I do apologize, mystery aged boy. <laughs> so again, I'm leveling with you and I'm asking you, how old are you? I don't know. You don't know your age? If you don't know your age, how are you going to know how many birthday candles to blow out on your birthday cake? I don't know. Oh, jeez. I've never, I've never seen something like this before. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I'll never forget this day. Well, it's a good thing I should. This is the crazy. This is one of the craziest things that ever happened in my life, boy. Well, it's a good thing. <laughs> well, it's a good thing I showed up, little boy, because I sell calculators. You can use some of these gizmos to calculate anything, including how old you are. You can get so you can get your so you can get yourself extra toys on your birthday. Wink. <laughs> See that? See what I did there, son? I winked. See me winking, son? Can you see that up here in my head? Son? You there? I can't see you because I'm still winking. I can't really get a good look at you. I hope you're still there. Is your mother home? What about your father, little boy? Any of your parents home? I don't, I don't know. Huh. Well, let's see what you do know. My boy loves rockets and spite. <laughs> my boy <laughs> loves rockets and space. Do you like rockets, little boy? Maybe. Now, don't be shy. We got ourselves a future astronaut here. And you know what every astronaut needs to be good at? That's math. That's why every astronaut needs a calculator. Here, you can have this one. This here calculator that you got in your little boy hands is almost a hundred times more powerful than the calculator that was inside the rocket that sent the very first astronauts to that big old hunk of cheese in the night sky that we as humans of Earth affectionately call the moon. Little boy starts chewing on the calculator like it's a chocolate bar. <laughs> now, now, we got ourselves a little junior Jamie Kennedy experiment junior on our hands, pranking my calculator. That's not for chewing on. That's for calculating on. <laughs> you find me funny, just like my son, and I like that. I appreciate that about you, son. I mean, boy. <laughs> I told some of the funniest calculator jokes to my son. You remind me so much of my boy. I miss him. And my daughter. I miss them so much. I miss them so gosh darn much. You smell like burnt toast. <laughs> yeah, I guess I kind of do. You know what? We've been taking... <laughs> We've been talking here a little while. I don't think your mother's even made a peep in there. She home? Is she home? Because if she's not home, she's a neglectful parent. I'm gonna take I'm gonna have to take you with me. I'll protect you. I'll take you on the road. It'll be much like the book Cormac McCarthy called The Road. 
<laughs> only this time it'll be fun like that. <laughs> only it'll be a little more fun like that there Goofy movie. I'll teach you about math and help you become an astronaut. <laughs> what do you say about that, boy? No. <laughs> now, this is important. You gotta know. You have to be- You have to become my son. <laughs> I need my son back. Get away from my child, you cyborg monster! Mother runs to the door. Please! I want my family back. Little boy, help me! Help me, little boy! Get your George Foreman griddle hands off my son! Not griddles, ma'am. Just calculators in their simplest form. Suck ball peen hammer, you freak! Blah! It's hitting the head with a- <laughs> Blah! Blah! Blur! Ah! Blur! I'm becoming the band Blur! <laughs> Mom, you're hurting me! Let me down! Hush now, baby! Mom is gonna protect you from the monster! Did you just hit me with a ball peen hammer? You get the hell away from here right now, or I'm gonna smash your ugly face in, you freak! Where we at? Oh. Ma'am, I meant you no harm. I'm just a humble calculator salesman who just wants his son back. This isn't your child! <laughs> Gorf! Norf! Blort! Paul Blort! Ah! Dorf! Wharf! I'm turning into Paul Blort Wharf! Paul Blort Wharf! door slam shut i'm calling the cops all right i'll just be on my way i'll leave this calculator on the porch for your boy don't forget mark malikov's the name hey calculators are my they're my game campfire <sighs> Jesus Christ. Oh, Jesus Christ. Help me, Jesus Christ. Oh, hey, hey Jesus are you? Christ. Are you okay? Oh, praise Jesus. Yeah, I've been talking a lot. Oh, my God. I'm blacking out. Oh. Yeah, I thought you were a fucking athlete. Oh, I'm an athlete, yeah, but how often do athletes talk this much, Owens? Okay? They usually don't talk this much unless they're in a press conference. God. They, sh they should be praying to God with each breath they take, Jenkins. Oh, my God. Yeah, whatever. I just I just need something to quench my thirst. No matter how much I drink, I just can't get it. I can't get my thirst quenched. And I haven't yeah. peed in days. God. That's what I was fucking saying, man. You shouldn't be drinking that much G, my guy. Oh, God. Ugh. Owens, please, please, just let's not fight, okay? Could you please just help me over to the vending machine? Please. You you can't walk four steps? I can walk, Owens. My legs walk. I just need you to help me stand a play, like, and support me like a cane. Like, be my be my cane. I and, and I'm going to be your fucking cane. And I, I also need another dollar. And I'm also not going to give you another dollar to, like, pretty much kill yourself. You drink one more Gatorade, you're probably gonna die. Oh, I'm not doing lines of Coke, okay? I'm get, I'm drinking a health drink. I don't think they've ever called Gatorade a health drink. Jenkins, you're cutting into scary story times. Just walk to the Gatorade machine yourself. 
I, I can't, okay? I really can't. My ankles are swollen. I mean, I, uh, I don't think he should walk on his own hips. I don't think his heart can handle it. Good. That means he can sit there and continue telling his story. I don't see him... I don't want to see him anywhere near that fucking Gatorade machine. Okay? okay, fine. I'm too weak. For the love of Jesus Christ, just let me catch my goddamn breath. Oh, you're making me panic. My chest feels tight. So much pressure on it. Oh, my arm from smacking that machine. It's killing me. My left arm is like a shooting pain. <laughs> Do you have... Are, <laughs> you have uh, fucking carbon... Carbon monoxide poisoning? No, it's you know like what it a is? pain going up and down my arm into my chest, and it's like from smacking the ass of that machine so hard. It's from all that fucking salt. No, it's not. It's like no. potassium buildup. It's a sodium muscle strain. It's a fucking muscle strain. You saw me how hard I was slapping that girl. Okay? Oh my god, I need to calm down. I feel like the fucking campfire is spinning. Oh god. Now you sound like you have fucking carbon monoxide poisoning. <laughs> Oh, perfect timing, Hibs. Yeah. Okay. Good one. Oh, oh, I drink it all the time. It shouldn't be a problem. I don't know why you guys are freaking out about this. <sighs> yeah, I don't drink it at all. Like, I mean, I fucking, I've, this is probably the first Gatorade I've had in fucking all week, actually. Since okay, well, that's here. why Just... you're not the G man. Okay. You're not fueled <laughs> by G. Okay. I've been drinking it nonstop for three weeks at least. That should make me more powerful than all of you. I've got a tolerance for this stuff. It's filling. It's like filling up your tank in your car nonstop. It's like leaving the fucking gas nozzle in there and letting it run nonstop. <laughs> Jake is. If you pump your car full of gas until it overflows, you're gonna flood the engine. Or in your case, you're shitting on your goddamn heart. Okay. Okay. Just please, for the love of God, just, just let me catch my breath, please. I beg you. Yeah, whatever, man. Catch your breath. Uh, yeah, catch your breath so you can but tell like, the story. You have to admit how bad it is for you, uh, G-Man. <laughs> just, just, just take take one breath at a time, okay? We, I think it's obvious that it's bad for him. Just, just take it, take it slow, Jenkins. All right. It's, I don't think it is obvious to him. <laughs> just keep breathing, buddy. <laughs> Okay, so Mark, Mark is down in the dumps. I'm lightheaded. Uh, in the dump after failing to make a calculator sale. Okay, we're back in the neighborhood later that same day. Back on. Okay, oh. gotta get into Mark Mallow cup mode. Oh. Oh. Gosh darn it! That ball bean, that ball bean hammer lumped my face pretty good. I feel like I got a bunch of hailstones tucked in my head bones. What a day. <sighs> Come on, Mark. Keep it together, you old milk dud head. You got the whole day ahead of you now. There's a whole lot of families that could use calculators out here. Come on, Mark. Be the rock star that you are be the rock star that you are in your own mind. And in your own beautiful little heart. It's not all it's not all bad. You still have your family memories with you. The sun is still shining, and you got a nice cold fresco waiting for you in your lunch pail. You know what? Let's bust that bad boy out right now. Let's break protocol and have a little pre-lunch sip. <laughs> <laughs> break protocol. I know boss man won't like this, but I'm gonna take a <laughs> I'm gonna take a sip of a drink off. <laughs> <laughs> 
I know boss man is gonna like this, but I'm gonna take a little pre-break drink, a little snap, <laughs> a little sip of my Frisco. Hope nobody tells me, tells on me. Hope nobody squeals on me. Uh, let's sip on a little Frisco and sing a little tune. Ah, mmm, now that's a cold Frisco. <laughs> ah, doodly doo, doodly doo. <laughs> Wait, uh, I it's in the that. tune of like Layla. Yeah. yeah. A fresca got me on my calculator knees. Fresca, I'm begging, darling, please, for more fresca. Man, I hope my boss doesn't find out I took a few more sips and started singing the fresca in the tune of Layla. Oh, man. I drink Fresca morning, noon, and night. Because when Fresca's in a can, you can drink Fresca anytime. What a lovely singing voice you have, Mark. Mitchell Cockachu! It's actually pronounced Misho Kaku. I should shoot you dead right where you stand with that with this very calculator arm blaster you fused onto me. Hmm. Fascinating, Mark. Your cybernetic parts have not been rejected by your body. I pray to God every day they were. I pray to God every day they were. I'm in agony every day of my gosh darn life because of you. But I've made a few improvements. Dare I say, modifications to this. M or dare I say, mod oh, burp. modifications <laughs> to this here calculator energy cannon. And now it's got a hair trigger. I don't have to sit around typing in 80085 for an hour and a half while a god darn Gatorade machine uses my neck like a god dang trampoline. <laughs> 80085? Boobs? Very funny, Michael. Hilarious joke. Real mature. Mark, let me explain. Don't you take another step towards me, you demon. All I have to do is think about boobs, and this here sucker will turn your head into Philadelphia cream cheese. Mark, I'm not the same Mishukaku who grafted those cybernetic parts to your body. I'm from a different reality. Don't you try to play backgammon with my brain, you Japanese madman. You're a mad scientist. You did this to me. You beamed all this junk into my trunk with your laser beams and wackadoodle Japanese math. You sent me back in time to fight demonically possessed Gatorade machines for no good reason while my family was back in time, back in my time, without me, without anyone to help me, without anyone to help them from the Gatorade machines that were out for their blood. My whole life was destroyed because of you. Please. I never asked you to save my life. I never begged you. I never begged to be turned into this monstrosity of a calculator man. I was a simple man. I loved my simple little life. 
and you took that all away from me! You and all the Gatorade machines you're in league with! Mark, it's of the utmost importance that you hear what I have to say. My family was the utmost importance! Blaster go off. Mishukaku's head blows apart into chunks. Screams are heard from the neighborhood as Mark just Pamela Anderson! Pamela Anderson! That's all I had to think about. Don't even, don't you even think of, don't you even make me think of Dolly Parton. I quenched your thirst with that. I quenched your thirst with that Arctic blast, didn't I? You goddamn Gatorade machine sympathizer. Wait, so he does it. He just thinks about it now. Yeah, he just yeah. thinks about boobs. Pretty cool. He just he's imagining. <laughs> really cool. And like a, he's a hair trigger, just shoots real quick as soon as he starts thinking about him. I'm not your enemy, Mark. No, no, that's impossible. I just turned your head into mush. I turned it into a pile of Philadelphia cream cheese. You can't be alive. Only a god darn Gatorade machine could bounce back from an energy blast like that. Okay, here we go, Mark. Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton's boobs do not let me down now. You're going to be working nine to five on this Japanese madman. Mark, I'm not a Gatorade machine. And Mark, I'm not a Gatorade machine either. We need you to try to calm yourself. Oh my god, there's two Mitchell Cochran's. Take this, Dolly Parton. Elvira. <laughs> Elvira, mistress of the dark. <laughs> my, my energy blast. Those would have turned you both into Philly cream cheese for sure. But they went right through you. Like you're both g g ghosts. We're not ghosts, Mark. At least, not ghosts in the way you might be familiar with them. Holy chicken nuggets with sweet and sour sauce on the side. There is not one, not two, but three mackerel quatrains <laughs> standing right before me. Them ball-peen hammer hits to my... Them ball-peen hammer hits to my noggin must have knocked something loose. My wiring's all crisscrossed. I'm seeing things in threes. We need <laughs> blink, you to come blink. with us, Mark. Cartoon blink sounds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, birds chirping around his head. We need you to come with us, Mark. Other Kakus, energize. A surge of energy can be heard harmonizing as a portal to another dimension's rips through reality. What is this? Hey, wh what is that? What is this glowing neon blue web you're creating around me? <laughs> Mark. <laughs> Mark, it's time for you to go to sleep. Oh! Lightning strikes. Splat! Splat! Giga Blat! Oh God, I'm I'm turning into the game Splat. You're turning me into you're turning me into gosh darn gack. Oh, I'm getting fried by lightning bolts. Oh! All right, <laughs> cut to the secret rocket launch pad in the middle of the Yellow Sea. We go back to the the sounds of seagulls. And oh Mark is slowly. This is where we started. This is where everything started, man. This is where it all started, and this is where it's all going to end. We come back to Mark coming back to consciousness, 
and we can hear them still working on the rocket. This is right before it took off. Hey. Uh. Uh. What the? What in the tartar sauce is going on here? Kaku 2, Kaku 3, he's awake. Mark, go back to sleep. Mitchell? M Mitchell Cockatoo? Mishu Kaku, Mark. <laughs> Am I seeing double? Dare I say triple? How about quadruple? Mark? Oh my god. <laughs> There's one Kaku. There's two Kaku. There's three Kaku, and there's even a four Kaku. Four Marshall Kaku's standing right before me? <laughs> what in the hay is going on around here? Do my eyes deceive me? No, Mark. All four of us are Mishu Kaku. We are the Kaku Four. We are the four most powerful Mishu Kaku's from four of the highest fractal branches of the multiverse. We have crossed dimensions to save this reality. You're all talking kooky talk. Why can't I move? What am I strapped to? Are we in the middle of the hot dang ocean? Mark, we don't have time to explain, so listen very carefully. Something very ancient and very evil has just been discovered on the moon. It is something that should not exist in this reality. Something that shouldn't exist at all. It is the very first Gatorade machine. The very existence of this sentient Gatorade machine bends the fabric of time and space across every fiber of the multiverse. The weight of its absurdity puts a strain on existence itself, meaning it cannot be calculated, Mark. What the hell do you mean it can't be calculated? Anything can be calculated. Anything and everything can be calculated, if you have the right calculator. The universes of infinite realities flow endlessly on and on through tunnels and portals that are constantly being opened and closed. All of those portals are housed within mechanisms of chaos that propel the ever-growing kaleidoscope of fractals into a growing bronchial tree of living, breathing energy. Mark, there's a rhythm to the breaths of existence. There is a pattern we can ascribe to the growth of fractals inching like the roots of new saplings out of every seed of possibility planted by endless choices being made by endless life forms. Computer voices heard. Countdown to launch. What the hell are you talking about? Did I just hear something say launch? Sounds of rockets firing up. Are those rocket boosters firing up? <laughs> Mark. We four have, for the majority of our lives, been able to predict how the shifts in realities are about to happen. The presence of you and the Gatorade machines throws those predictions out the window. And what's worse, the strings of reality itself are not growing outward. They're beginning to turn inward, suffocating the breath of life. We have tried everything to snuff out the menace, the menacing existence of Gatorade machines. Nothing has worked. Until we factored you into our equations. You are the final calculation, Mark. You are more calculator than man. What? No, please. No, don't. Don't tell me any, don't tell me anymore. My mind is swimming. I'm seasick and silly thoughts and your Japanese nonsense is making me want to toss my cookies. Please, please, I don't understand and I don't want to just kill me.
Please, Mitchell Cockatoo. Or should I say Mitchell Cockafour? Mark Mallow Cup, you're strapped to a rocket. This rocket will take you to the moon. Sound effect of a gadget being energized and attached to Mark's chest. This device we've attached to your chest will protect you from cosmic radiation and allow you to breathe and move on the moon as if you were on Earth. Destroy the Gatorade machines on the moon and we will end your suffering, Mark. Yes, good, well put, Kaku4. Good luck and good choices, Mark. And may the Kaku be with you always. All right, Owens, we're going to go back to the Bark of the Moon. Mark of the Moon. Yeah. All right, again. Yeah, just keep going while he's talking. Just just keep going. Might want to back up right. the whole time he's fucking talking. Just just keep it going. All right. No! They're firing up! Let me go! Get me off this thing! He's flying through the air. Okay, he's flying towards the moon. No! Mark, Mark is on this rocket and it's just he's on he's strapped to it like he's strapped to the hood of a car and it's flying through space. Experiencing everything. I'm gonna try my best to count all the layers of the atmosphere. First, I'm breaking the troposphere. Oh my god, here comes the second one. I'm ripping through the stratosphere. Here's the third layer. Here comes a mesosphere. This rocket is moving faster than a rocket. Here comes the thermosphere, and I'm zooming right through the exosphere. Like I just missed my exit off the turnpike. That big old chunk of cheese is coming at me fast. It just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Looks like the biggest old boulder I've ever seen. Holy hornet stingers. I'm buzzing like a light bulb tearing through the Van Allen belt. I got nothing but gray planes of dust coming at me at 10,000 at 10,000 miles an hour. Brace yourself for impact, Mark. Rocket tears to the moon's surface. The music, the music stops as Mark skids across the fucking surface of the moon. I'm skidding to a stop with my face being spread across these moon rocks like a butter knife spreading home. Like a butter knife spreading warm Philadelphia cream trees across the toasty bagels. <laughs> the rocket finally comes to a clunky, junky stop. Let me take it again. I'm skinned to a right. stop with my face being spread across these moon rocks like a butter knife spreading warm Philadelphia cream cheese across a toasty bagel. The rocket comes to a clunky, junky start, and the device on Mark's chest clicks off. Mark struggles to breathe. <sighs> I can't catch my breath. The pressure of space is starting to crush my skull. The device. The device on my chest. The cockatoos gave me. It's not working. I'm starting to float up into space. What I wouldn't give for a pair of Nickelodeon moon boots right now. Mark tries to struggle to find the device. We hear a lot of robot movements as he's trying to get to the device. Come on, device. I'm gonna punch you like my old I'm gonna punch you like my old Maytag fridge. Come on! 
Work! Work, god darn it! Finally, he hits it. We hear an energizing sound. The device is working again. Oh, thank gosh. I, I kicked her back on. Whew. I could finally breathe. Now Mark plummets to the surface of the moon like an anvil in a Looney Tunes cartoon. <laughs> oh! I'm dropping back to the moon's surface like a two-ton anvil in a Looney Tunes cartoon. <laughs> Mark smashes to the ground. Gurk! Oh, shoot. Was I supposed to keep doing Yeah, this Owens, you were supposed to sing that whole time. No, I told him to stop. Well, you fucked up. It was up too then. good. It was too good. It was too good. I wanted to save it. They're okay. So now there's now we're on the moon, okay? So there's moon ambiance. Sounds exactly like it sounds on the moon. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I would imagine the moon sounding like. What, yes. what are you doing? <laughs> are you in a box? <laughs> my my hands float so easily up here. I don't have to use much of my solar power. Guess the gravity from the Cochrane device is starting to work now. Working a little too well. Them dang Mitchell Cracker Barrels can talk for... Them dang... Them dang Mitchell Cracker Barrels can talk forever about the whole damn universe. But they can't find a moment to tell me this dang gravity device is a freaking off switch. You bunch of jerks. covered in moon dust stuck on my god darn moon stuck on the god darn moon moon dust all up in my nose and up in my throat barely had two sips of my ice cold fresca before I got cockatooed by all them Michel Crocrans <laughs> <laughs> oh long sigh <laughs> that rocket that rocket ride took it out of me I'm dog tired and I'm pretty parched where the heck can a fella get a drink on the moon? Maybe lay down, take a load off. Robotic movement sounds as Mark searches the moon. Let me just turn around and get a lay of the land here, huh? What's this? Do my weary eyes deceive me? Is that a Hilton Hotel on the moon? It's huge. I hope they have some vacancy and a vending machine area. <laughs> Take a sponsor break <laughs> really quick. This so, guys, sponsor. this is not exactly how we usually do sponsor breaks. I think if we did it how we normally do, the stream would never end because it takes almost as much time as we do when we come up with uh, sponsor breaks as we do like an episode. So, I actually made up a little song that I thought we could do some like improv over top of. We'll probably go back over this and refine a little bit, but you guys get the raw deal, the raw tape of it. <laughs> I'm cooking with brisk iced tea. I'm cooking with brisk iced tea. I'm cooking with brisk iced tea. I'm cooking with brisk. Finally, tea isn't just for drinking anymore. Now, I can cook my favorite food in it. People are just finding out what you can do with tea. And us, we at Brisk are about to break out 
and tell everyone and tell the world to use it the way it's meant to be. This is what some of the people are saying out there. I can't believe it. I've cooked all my pasta with brisk tea. I boiled all my noodles and it's the most tender, delicious spaghetti I've ever had in my life. All from cooking with brisk. Brisk iced tea. You know, like, I, sometimes I, I'm on the go. I'm always on the go. So, like, when I really need, like, a protein shake or something like that, what I do is I put protein powder in a in a, <laughs> in a pan and, and cook it with brisk. <laughs> so not only am I getting my protein, I'm also getting that, that caffeine, that sweet caffeine for brisk. It's amazing. I can't believe brisk is doing this. Uh, I replaced all the water in my hot tub with brisk, and now I'm cooking in brisk tea. Oh my god, babe. I love this fucking nightclub, but I'm not gonna lie. I'm so drunk right now, I can't wait to get home and make myself my favorite hungover meal. I'm gonna make a fucking packet of ramen noodles in a pot full of brisk tea right after this fucking sick tea drop hits and then I'm gonna fucking take some molly I'm cooking with brisk iced tea I'm cooking with brisk iced tea oh. I'm cooking with brisk iced tea I'm cooking with brisk all right thank you to brisk that's, that's brisk baby <laughs> that's not an official tagline they gave us they said just play the well, song but you know we all know brisk from that so <laughs> so we have to tie it in together it also looked like Owens was pouring a bottle of his own piss into a <laughs> saucepan. At the end, it didn't look like bristy at all. It looked like you had a disgusting bottle of piss. Uh, Owens is with that piss. Man. He has a pan there to catch. With piss. <laughs> piss tea. I'm covered in piss. <laughs> In, in the club, this guy is covered in piss. It's I'm like covered the, in piss. It's like the blood rave from uh, yeah. like Blade, but it's just piss. It's raining piss. It's piss that, tea. That's the next sponsor. Yeah. It's piss tea. Uh, Owens, do you keep that pot in your room to catch a uh, piss leak that's in your ceiling? <laughs> no, no, that's the. It's a whole system. It's in the bottle, then it goes into the saucepan, it gets heated. Well, I, was also gonna, I was also gonna put these in there. What? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I also so like. I, I didn't time the song out right. I, also, I poured it. Yeah, he I had poured props. it. And I was props. about to pour these in there too. I hey. think it's really funny too that the one guy, your character, uh, boils his protein. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Puts it in, shakes it up. It's like, man, I need to boil this to get to get it pure. That's how you get the good the good protein out? Oh my god! All right, uh, we going back in. So we're going back in raw. All you right. boys ready? And now back to the scary story.
fucking all right wait a second hang on hang on hang on this just all sounds like your fucking bullshit prologue what he's on the moon now no god no i don't think you're fucking paying attention owens that is your problem do you realize that that's your problem you just don't listen to me ever no no janks listen man i i paid attention you said it in the epilogue you said this is what he did all those other times it's it's fucking it's almost the exact same thing every single time he goes to some and then here it comes he goes to some lame ass hotel no this is right? your problem i'm trying this is an intervention owens okay you don't pay attention you focus on things like my sodium intake and not my god hibs come on please chime in this is his intervention right you Remember look like you you're gonna fucking here? burst like a fucking balloon hibs chime in please this is his intervention uh, this is not an intervention about him not paying I attention. I sent you a letter I, about this. I said this yeah, is and I no rip, I, Whatever that letter was, whenever you send me mail, I immediately rip it up, okay? <laughs> I hand wrote that fucking piece of shit. That doesn't make it... I don't care. <laughs> what, what does that matter? You could have typed it. You could have You could have fucking pasted pieces of a fucking magazine together like a mad bomber. I don't, I don't care. Owens, listen, I'm going to say this to you. I'm going to be blunt, okay? And I don't mean to offend yeah, you. I don't mean to well, offend you. Well, that's why you say that. You say that because you're about to fucking offend me. No, I'm not trying to offend you. But well, you have the memory of a gold damn fish. What? <laughs> <laughs> Typo. <laughs> but you have a the gold damn goldfish. <laughs> but you have the memory of a a gold a gold damn goldfish. Okay. You hear me? You have the memory of a gold damn goldfish. <laughs> You don't pay attention Just, to what's on, important. Jake, Hibs, chime in. Look at Jenkins, okay? He looks like he's going to fucking burst into a ball of salt. <laughs> Listen, Jenkins is actually telling a goddamn story, so I don't <sighs> want to get into this, all right? I just want Jenkins to keep going. <laughs> keep telling the story. I think I got G-discharge. G-discharge, <laughs> Jenkins? Yeah, it's whenever you have too much G and it starts to go into your lungs and it gets irritated and you have to discharge it. It's not a big deal. It's on the back of the label. <laughs> how, how did, no, it's not. That is not on the back of the label. <laughs> how says, do you discharge G from your lungs? You're talking about <laughs> coughing up blood and mucus? To be honest with you, that's kind of what I got mad at Owens because the angrier I get, the harder my lungs work and it pumps out a G discharge. Yeah, I get it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for that. I don't want you to die. Yeah. I was, He's I, I trying to look out for you. I mean, <laughs> Owens, I'm not really mad at you. You know, love everything about you, bud. <laughs> You, what you are you doing? You just called me. You said I have a fucking <laughs> a gold damn goldfish brain or whatever. Yeah, don't worry. You about did call it. him a gold damn goldfish. It's G so. under the bridge. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Just keep going. Just keep going back hey, into man, the story. It's, it's just G juice under the bridge, dude. That's stupid. Speaking... That is stupid. Just, just can I go forward. Can I see you guys a, a thing I'm working on? God. Please just, just, please just get back into the story. What? I'm working. I have a cover band I'm working on. It's, uh, it's based on the Red Hot Chili Peppers, but instead of heroin addicts, we're G addicts, and I yeah. do have a song called Under the Bridge. But instead of Under the Bridge, it's called G Sauce Under the Bridge. And I'd love for you. Well, I'd love for you guys to come well, out and check it out if you could. Are you admitting that you are addicted to G? <laughs> I'm not addicted. I'm just saying. I like it so much, it might as well be... Never mind. You know what? You guys aren't interested. I feel embarrassed I open myself up to you, and I feel feel like you're judging me now, so forget it. Just forget it. 
We we are judging no, you, but no, don't no no don't ask for any more information. I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> okay, great. I just want to hear more of the story. No, no reverse psychology. I'm not telling you about my music anymore. I'm not telling you about my Jesus. I genuinely music. don't want you to tell. It's not reverse psychology. I genuinely. Oh my god. Oh, okay. He's on such a good roll with the story. And you, you don't know, have to be mean. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, anyway, while Mark was getting comfortable on the moon, another Michio Kaku enters our story. The Michio Kaku of Mark's reality. Okay, we're inside a lecture hall. We have a Japanese theoretical physicist and futurist, Dr. Mishu Kaku, is standing at the podium of a lecture hall in the middle of answering questions about his new book, Beyond the Future. There will be a world of possibilities for us in the future beyond, when traveling into another dimension will be as easy as traveling across the country with your favorite doggy on your lap. <laughs> Some of the best minds even postulate that once we counteract the Zeno effect, we can move from observers to true explorers into the very fabric of reality itself. I hope that answers your question. It does. Uh, thank you, Dr. Kaku. You are most welcome. Next question, please. Uh, Dr. Kaku, you say in your book that quantum physics only provides us with the latitude. What do you mean by that? Ah, yes. What a great question. Right now, as we sit here in this lecture hall, we use time to attempt to describe and organize our movements and functions in space, meaning time is a construct a construct that some of the world's greatest philosophers have mused to be as immaterial as a half-remembered dream. Our job as quantum physicists is to fully realize that dream by developing a different kind of clock, a chronometer not unlike the first C clock built by John Harrison, only with the ability to tell time with the gravity of a star. With such a star clock, we as humans could finally build ships to traverse both our universe and the multiverses that lie within the infinite sea of the cosmos. But speaking of time, my time is almost up. Thank you for your time. And don't forget, time is running out to receive a signed copy of my new book, Beyond the Future. Thank you, and may the future be with you. <laughs> <laughs> There's mixed audience applause, and we hear a random audience member who received this long-winded answer and is very confused and upset. I still have no idea what this guy's talking about. Yeah, he's just fucking, he just talks. He's just talking about time. I don't he just keeps saying what future and time. Future and time. Like, that whole thing he just said, that's fucking bullshit, right? <laughs> like, that's all just fucking bullshit. I mean, I wouldn't take it that far. I wouldn't go that far, Jeffrey. Hey, 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 guys. Yeah. I've been over here in your conversation. Yeah. Do you yeah. want to fucking kill him? <laughs> hey, uh, what? Who are Reg you, Reggie? Reggie, <laughs> never. Don't. Uh, it's Reggie. I, Reggie. Oh, oh, okay. Of course, it's Reggie. Forget it. <laughs> he and I talk. Forget it. No, you, listen. This is the first time you've Reggie. Up Reggie's, and I'm worried about Reggie's you. had a tough. I mean, Reggie. Reggie has had a tough year. Q Pearl. I just Reginald Spokane. <laughs> yes, today. Just him staring. Staring at Mishukaku walking away. I should not be at this school. I don't understand a fucking word. <laughs> what am I doing with my life? All right. Kaku, Kaku exits 
exits from the lecture hall into the actual hallway, and footsteps are heard as Kaku walks merrily down the hall, and very pleasant. <laughs> He's very happy with his speech. Hmm. Future, future, future. <laughs> Special Agent Howard Stern enters. No relation. Dr. Kaku, I need you to come with us. What's the meaning of this? Your presence is... Re- <laughs> <laughs> this is just a random random special agent. <laughs> Your presence is requested the Pentagon. <laughs> that idiot. <laughs> I thought I thought He's there new. was a character that was supposed to sound stupid like that. There, there was, was a, a whole there was, was a whole giant oh. scene between like a Oh, that's this guy now. Yeah, that's Howard Stern. Your presence is requested at the Pentagon. Is it a different guy or is it the same guy? <laughs> That's just that's just make Agent Howard Stern as a weird idiot sidekick, I guess. <laughs> What's her Robin? Robin, Robin, yeah. Calm down, Robin. Howard. Uh, <laughs> your pre- <laughs> sounds like you should be like an intern at the Ellen DeGeneres show or something, not a. <laughs> Howard, All right. your presence is requested at the Pentagon. Talking. <laughs> You're supposed to be talking to Kaku, not Howard Stern. Your presence is requested at the Pentagon, Kaku. Come on, Howard. It's me, Robin. Get away from me. Get get that bag off of my head. Stop fiddling with my pants. <laughs> There's background music, uh, you know, ominous, you know, something maybe the, the one we found from Armageddon. <laughs> I mean, no, that's not it. It's not a copyrighted score of any kind. If we don't have it, we can just keep going. Oh. Uh, this, we're, this is we're, me, right? I got it. Yeah, we're an underground secret, top secret bunker now. Tension is high. Sorry for the theatrics, Dr. Kaku. We don't want our guests of this war room privy to its exact location. What is the meaning of all of this? Why did your men steal my pants? I'll be brief. Our boys have found a massive object of possible extraterrestrial origin on the surface of the moon at 0900 this morning. Our best minds have come to the conclusion that it could be a weapon poised to destroy the Earth. Who has come up with that ridiculous idea? That would be me. (laughs) We hear a motorized wheelchair as as the doctor enters the room. And you are? You can call me... Dr. Gitmo! What exactly are you a doctor of? I hold the records of achievements in scientific fields. Well, physics must not be one of them. Just one glance at the image you have of the moon object that's projected on the screen behind the commander shows me that it would be physically impossible for that object to be a weapon. Yes, wee-wee. Firstly, the object is at an acute angle wedged deeply within the surface of the moon. I estimate that, much like the structure of an iceberg, the bottom half of the object is nearly four times the size of what your cameras have captured, meaning the object is extremely dense. 
Yes, it's probably very thick and very large weapon of destruction with the engine of a star hidden within its walls. I will need to calculate to double check my math, but if I'm correct, an object of that size and density, even if it possessed a power source the size of a small star, would blast itself off the moon if it fired any kind of energy ray or projectile. These extraterrestrials are not very good weapon designers, but they may be very good at constructing powerful propulsion systems. Ah, yeesh. We have already sur- we have already surmised that the object is a spaceship. If it has if it has powerful rockets, then it stands to reason that the ship must have powerful weapons of destruction. Not a spaceship, a time and spaceship. How fun. Commander, <laughs> if I may use your computers, I wish to analyze all the information available on the UFO in order to run some tests. I'm confident I can determine what the object truly is. Oh. It's the position of the president and the United States government that the object is only one thing. Weapon or spacecraft, it's a threat to the national security. We brought you in, Kaku, to help determine the object's weaknesses for the demo team. Demo team? That's right! A fucking demolition team! They will fucking blow the fucking moon apart <laughs> to harness the weapon and bring Hitler! Ah, uh, let's hey, I wouldn't okay. I wouldn't listen to him about the Hitler stuff. Uh it's just it's just a demolition team, okay? Demolition team for the object. To be clear, we aren't blowing up the moon to bring back Adolf Hitler. We just keep them around for the. We just keep getting them around for the rocket mm, stuff. Okay. Ah, yeah. Turn the moon into mishmush, space dust. That has got a new brush. Brush my hair long. <laughs> I love my long hair. I'm a pretty German boy. La la, brushing daddy's long hair. I'm brushing daddy's long hair. I'm daddy's champion. <laughs> Somebody wheel him back into his containment cell. He's starting to revert back to his childhood. <laughs> Daddy's right. long hair. Daddy, daddy, daddy. <laughs> All right. We have a transitional whoosh or a tape change. And we hear the sound of a sliding glass door opening and closing as Mark's robotic footsteps are heard as he approaches the front desk of the Holiday Inn on the moon. Or I'm sorry, the Hilton, the Hilton Inn on the moon. And the front desk bell rings that uh armageddon song ended as soon as we finished that scene perfect timing just like we practiced boys it's just like we practiced that's why they call us the three goats (laughs) uh i'm not gonna ask who asked who says that but a lot of people do everybody in the chat does all right (laughs) all right cue the chat cue the Cue the ding, ding, ding. Ding, 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 ding. Hello, and welcome to Hilton Hotel, Mayor Imbrium. How may I, how can I help you, sir? Well, Mayor Imbrium to you as well. Is that how you moon folks say hello, and how do you do, and would you like a fresca? You know, like, 
in moon speak? No, sir. Uh, Mar Embryum is our present location on the moon. Oh, I see. I see. That was my second guess. Well, Mary Embryum... (laughs) (laughs) Well... Well, Mary Embryum to you and to all good people at this Hilton Hotel on the moon. You'll have to forgive me. I'm dog tired. I've been traveling through space for about six, eight hundred thousand miles. And I'm looking to take a load off. Ding, ding, ding. Room for one, please. I think I can help you with that. (laughs) All right. So I'm just clicking on my keyboard here. Uh, It's just one night. Just one night. And one breakfast. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Looks like we have an opening on the first floor here, and I can put you down in room 18. Sounds good. Sounds really good. Here's my card. Here's my Space MasterCard. Never leave the rocket base without it. (laughs) Okay, let me put this on file. Okay, looks like we're good to go. Got a little smirk out of you, huh? Whenever I said the MasterCard thing. That's, yes, yeah, very, very humorous, sir. But, Probably the uh, funniest all thing set you've up. heard all day, huh? Uh, I wouldn't go that far, but it was pretty, pretty amusing. So, um, well, anyway, you're all set up. Almost funny enough to make us friends, huh? <laughs> well, uh, while I set up your key, I uh, want to let you know that, unfortunately, we d- <laughs> we don't... <laughs> We don't provide breakfast, uh, but there is a food court (laughs) with a McDonald's on the 12th floor. (laughs) The front desk clerk definitely does not want to be friends (laughs) with Mark in any way. Waiting on that answer, but holy heck, there's a space McDonald's up here. Are you jiggling? <laughs> Are you getting jiggy with my toilet handle right now? Uh, no, there there is a McDonald's on site, sir. Um, we don't call it a space McDonald's. We call it a moon McD's. <laughs> uh, since you booked a room with us, you get a special set of coupons on select food court items, including a moon McD's breakfast. So here's that coupon. Incredible. That's just incredible. <laughs> Let me... <laughs> Let me see these coupon books. <laughs> Holy Toledo. The McRib is back. On the moon of all places. Oh my gosh. So when it leaves Earth, it goes to the moon? Yes, yeah, yes it does, yes. And our, and our leftovers get shipped back to Earth. <laughs> but yes, the, the McRib is back, sir. You made it to McRib season on the moon. This is just the tops. I can't believe it. Is this moon blue? Because I haven't seen a McRib in a blue moon. It's been a blue moon since I've had my mouth chomping into a tasty McRib. <laughs> it's been a blue moon since I've had my mouth chomping into a tasty McD McRib. It's not made out of moon cheese or something weird, is it? <laughs> no, sir. It, the McRib is made the same way it's made on Earth. Well, rip my rib and... <laughs> Well, rip out my rib and shove a McRib in its place, then rib it out again, and then bury it in moon dust and grow a woman out of the dust of the moon out of a McRib, and we will be McRib. 
and we will be the McRib children of the moon, and then I'll marry her, and she'll pick a forbidden McRib, and we'll have knowledge, and I'll make... And I'll be the Adam of this McRib moon paradise, and we'll have introduced McRib original sin on this here big old chunk of cheese in the sky. What am I trying to say? What am I hoping to get across is that I'm... <laughs> what I'm hoping to get across is that I'm excited about the McRib. <laughs> okay. Uh, here's your key. One key. That's right, one key. One guy. That's right, and your one room is at the end of this hallway, to your left, directly across from our vending machine area. Vending machine area? Are you going to make me crap my pants? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we're not even friends yet, and are you about to make me crap my pants? Are you going to make me crap my pants right here? I swear to moon god, I'll crap my pants right here. Y'all got vending machines on the moon? McRibs? And then vending machines? You're gonna make me crap my pants. <laughs> yeah, there's a fully stocked vending machine directly across from your room. Will that be a problem for you, sir? Heck no. I've been on the road for six. <laughs> I've been on the road for six. 800,000 miles, and I'm beyond perched. Didn't get a chance to drink my fresca this morning. Got shook up in a rocket. <laughs> I need at least one drink to wet the old whistle before I take a lay down. Do those drink machines take $1 bills or $1 gold coins, or do I need a special moon buck to purchase items here on the moon? All drinks on the moon are complimentary, sir. Wow. Free drinks on the moon. Wow. Free drinks on the moon. Wow. <laughs> that sure is something else. My stomach is doing backflips right now. I think I'm going to crab my pants right here in front of you. It, it sure is exciting. I can understand the excitement. <laughs> so uh, you, you have a good night now, sir. I will have a good night. And I'll have a good morning. I love I love hotels. Takes a few steps away. Right down the hallway, right here. That's correct, sir. All the way to the end of the hallway, look for 18. Look for 18. Yep, that's right. Look for 18. Look for the door. <laughs> What's funny about this part is that ever since the first time we did a Mark Malakup episode, this is always the part I fucking lose my shit. I'm trying to fucking understand to look for a door who looks for a door handle. <laughs> He's calculating things. Look for 18. Look for the door handle. Open it up. Take a nap. I'm tired. I, I, I can appreciate that, sir. What's your name? Uh, Ronnie. Ronnie, what are you doing tonight on the moon, Ronnie? You planning to go out, catch moon babes, or collect some moon rocks? No, I'll be at the front desk all night, so if you need anything, please don't hesitate to call the front desk. All night, huh? Well, if you're free, uh, think I get, I think I get HBO in my room. Uh, you do, actually. That is included in the room. Perfect. 
Maybe come down to my room and watch Angels in America or, uh, I don't, I don't know, one of those Batman movies with Iceman and Plant Woman. Maybe that George Clooney movie, Peacemaker. I don't know. There's all kinds of shows on HBO. <laughs> hey, uh, have you seen Peacemaker? Uh, <laughs> I really can't leave the desk. I have to work. You, you know how that goes. We can watch Blank Man. Have you ever seen the movie Blank Man? <laughs> really, respectfully, I have to decline. I have to work here at the desk. I'm very sorry about that. Well, if you're up all night and you get tired or anything, just give me a ring. I'll keep you awake. Maybe I can tell you what's happening on Blank Man. <laughs> It'd be kind of like you're watching it right there with me, but you're just on the phone. I will, uh, I'll keep that in mind, sir. Oh, you sure you don't want to hang out? Won't bother me at all. If that's, if that's what you're worried about, it won't bother me. I'm not really allowed to fraternize with the guests, sir. I'm, I'm, I apologize. I won't tell a soul. Who would I even tell all the way up here on the moon? Sir, respectfully, I must stay at the desk. All right, well, I'm going to check out the drink machines you got up here on the moon. Uh, bet you guys don't have any... Bet you guys have more Fago moon blasts up here than you know what to do with. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get a little fizz on my tongue, if you don't mind. Get settled in my room. I'm going to be honest with you, Ronnie. I'm going <laughs> to call you to let you know when I'm settled. <laughs> Uh, that's not really necessary, sir. Just call me if you need anything. I don't need to know if you've, if you're settled. See, we hear Mark's robotic movements and him wheeling luggage maybe down the hallway, down to his room. Man, I'm parched. I haven't had a drink in about six, 800,000 miles. I'm a, I gotta get me one of these drinks from these drink machines so I can find some liquid to put down my throat to wash all this moon dust and get refreshed and get a refueling. We hear sounds of like a vending machine room, you know, maybe they're growing louder as he gets closer. And then we hear the dreaded sound of the Gatorade machine. What do we got here? What is this? <laughs> we got a snack machine. Mostly Haith bars. That's not something you see every day, but it is the moon for you. They just have to be different up here on the moon, don't they? <laughs> what else have we got here? Here we go. A soda machine. <laughs> just my luck. No Fago moon blast. What a dang shame. Don't they mind that up here? Don't they get first dips on... <laughs> dips? Dips. Don't they get first dips on Fago Moonblast? I know, I know, I know! It's supply and demand, Ronnie. You gotta supply it and someone's gotta demand it. And it's just little old me demanding it, screaming at the top of my lungs, give me that Fago Moonblast. There's no doggone Fago Moonblast on the doggone moon? Wait, hey, what's this? <laughs> right behind him. I'm looking at this vending machine's drink selections, starting from the bottom and working my way all the way up to the top. 
What do we have here? We have grape. We have lemon. We got orange. We got fruit punch. We got Arctic Blast. Sweet cinnamon dipping sauce is a gosh darn Gatorade machine! <laughs> Kill Bill's Ironside is heard. Mark's PTSD is triggered to the max. The Gatorade machine is starting to move towards him, closing in for the kill. Suck blaster, you rotten Gatorade machines! Carmen Electra in a Baywatch bikini! Energy blast. Holy hot sauce, there's more Gatorade machines popping up! What the heck is going on here? Is this Moon Hotel strictly for Gatorade machines? More energy blast. <laughs> we hear alarms going off. Metal doors are slamming shut. The Gatorade machines are closing in around him. Ronnie! Dear God, Ronnie! And Nicole Smith! <laughs> Ronnie! Yes, Mark. Can I quench your thirst? Oh God, I should have known. You're a goddamn Gatorade machine. Suck energy blaster, Ronnie. Uh, bite my bugle. I can't think of another big-breasted beauty to get this blaster off. Back at the campfire, Jenkins is choking and gurgling. <laughs> and possibly dying. Jenkins, like, what the- come on! Stop drink. you were just- I just saw you drink, like, three Gatorades, I'm like, cool. five seconds ago. What, I'm, in the middle of your story! I'm cool! You're talking, I'm cool you're literally cucumber. talking, you're talking, and you're talking while the Gatorade is going down your throat. It's not going it sounds down, like drowning. it's not going down, it's going up! And to be clear, always I'm cool as a cucumber. <laughs> no, you're not. There's nothing cucumber or cool about what you look like or what you sound like. Dibs, what are you doing? Listen, listen, I don't care. My scare boner is about to pop, and you keep interrupting the goddamn story. Jenkins keeps fucking edging me. He's spook edging me right now, and it's the closest he's ever got me to spook. But I'm getting blue spook balls over here. That, okay, that's fucking weird, okay? Number one, he's dying. Look at him, okay? Number two, you know, I again, I feel, maybe we have heard this story before. I can feel it. You know, and actually, I think we have heard this story before, but I can't fucking... Maybe can't we fucking... have, Owens, okay? Maybe we have, but we are going to hear it again. And I'm going to fucking spook everywhere. Jenkins, get to the finale so I can fucking scare come, okay? Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus. I don't care. Jesus. Please, I don't know if I want Jesus. him to finish the story. Jesus. We're back at the Hill Moon Hotel. Get old weirdo with his fucking. Jeez. With his fucking. It's not weird. It's beautiful. Now we're. we're <laughs> oh, get us back to the Hill Moon Hotel. Jeez. Into the middle of the Gatorade <laughs> machine battle. <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel. Let good. Let Jesus take the wheel, so we can get into into this fucking scene. Jesus, Jesus, help take the story. Take it, Jenkins. I'm gonna slap you. I'm gonna slap you so you can stay focused. If you slap, right? I'll fucking pop.
Hibs, don't touch all right, me. All right, I'm not going to slap you then. Yeah, you might pop. Don't just, make me pop. Just, just take your time. Just get us back into the Gatorade. Contrary to right? popular belief, once you pop, you do not stop. Actually, <laughs> confirming popular opinion once you stop. Wait, what? Confirming <laughs> popular opinion once you pop, you do not stop. And when I say stop, I mean gush it out Gatorade out of my leaky skin. So All don't right, make you sound me like pop. you're talking. It sounds like you're talking pretty good now. So just, <laughs> just get us back in. All right. I'm gonna Mark's take it in over his head. I'm going to take it in the middle of the Hilton Hotel. These are giant nest of Gatorade machines are attacking him. Alarms are going off. I'm going to change are being led by Ronnie, and they're attacking Mark from all directions. I'm going to take a deep breath just to clear my throat. Okay, I'm ready, hips. I just set it up. We're in the middle of a Gatorade machine battle. Kill the calculator, man! They're everywhere! Oh gosh, they're everywhere! They're crawling all over this Hilton Moon Hotel! I gotta get the heck out of here! This way! This way, Didi! Find me! Find me, Didi! What the? I feel like a telepathic voice has popped into my head! I hear a little baby's voice! Dare I say the voice of an angel! Maybe even in America. It's like a beautiful choir of one. <laughs> Hurry, Didi. Hurry, save me. Oh, is that my son? Are you my son? Is my son in my head? <laughs> the elevator, Didi. Take the elevator. An elevator dings. The doors open. An elevator? <laughs> Time to slide into home plate like one of my favorite baseball players, Ken Griffey Jr. Roll! Just like the old Sandlot days where I ran. <laughs> Just like the old Sandlot days where I. <laughs> God damn it. Just like the old Sandlot days where I outran James Earl Jones' old dog. <laughs> Mark slides into the elevator just as the doors close, just before the doors close, and we hear the sounds of Gatorade machine. They're clawing, they're slamming against the door trying to get in. Those guard guard Gatorade machines will burst through these elevator doors any second. Can't make any sense of these buttons, they're all wacky. Looks like the looks like they only go up. Up and out. Like Willy Wonka's magical Wonkavator. Mark smashes all the buttons. The elevator goes into a turbo mode and rockets up the shaft. Chris Kringle on a crab cake! This elevator's going faster than Bob Vila's hot rod! The elevator crashes to a stop at the top floor. Mark is ejected into a strange new room. Gorf! Norf! Mark's getting to his feet. Oh, dang elevator crashed into the top roof. Dang elevator crashed into the top of the roof. Spit me out like I was a stale piece of fruit stripe gum. Where the heck am I? I can see the moon from every direction from all these windows that wrap all the way around here. Look. <laughs> That's funny. There's Earth. Looking as shiny as a blue bowling ball after a fresh buff. 
What is this place? Is this some kind of nursery? A nursery for Gatorade machines? <laughs> oh my god. That is no baby. That is a gold darn baby Gatorade machine. Oh. I've got to go all the way back to the back of my spank bank to access the hottest, most bustiest starlets of the 1990s. Oh, I hate to do this. I thought I'd never do this. Oh my god. I have to destroy it. I have to. No matter how cherub like this god darn Gatorade machine is. It, it, it'll just grow up to become a full goat. It'll just grow up to become a full grown Gatorade machine that will kill and torment people with its unquenchable thirst for violence and sadistic, dream like illusions. Diddy. Oh, I think I'm having a flashback. <laughs> we hear Mark gets sucked back into a flashback with him and his son. So, Diddy, are all calculators the same? <laughs> what a dumb little kid. <laughs> but I love you. <laughs> You're my son. <laughs> no, my dumb little son. They might look all the same, but each one is different. A T-43 might be better at graphs than a T-37. Or a T-99 might be more mischievous than a T-98. But all calculators, all machines, are unique. They serve a purpose. So no. No dumb little stupid little son. So no, no my dumb little stupid little son. No, not all calculators are the same. You should never judge a calculator by their keypads alone. Comes out of the flashback. He's back in the Gatorade machine nursery looking uh, at the baby Gatorade machine. I think I'm coming out of that flashback. My perspective has changed. <laughs> <laughs> Cute little sucker, though. No, Mark. No. You have to destroy all these Gatorade machines. That's what I came here for. Even if they are cute as a whip. Coo. Oh, listen coo. to him coo. Cooing like a baby. Coo. Ah, <laughs> It's reaching out to my little calculator gun. It wants to type something into the keypad. You're not a Gatorade machine at all. You're a little <laughs> calculator salesman in training. Uh, look at your little cute metal talons clasping onto my calculator arm. Kind of remind me of my son. To be honest with you, I'm starting to forget what my son looks like. <laughs> my brain's like a basket of bingo balls up here. Oh, oh. This thing is beaming its thoughts in my brain. <laughs> oh God, he's cute. He's cute in the middle of my brain. <laughs> oh, the transfer is over, and I'm gonna take a breath. <laughs> oh, I understand what you're beaming into my skull, little baby Gatorade machine. This isn't a nursery. It's a lab. They've been experimenting on you. 
torturing you. No wonder these Gatorade machines grow up so mean. They're tortured at birth. Well, not this one. No way. You're with me, kid. You and me against all these nasty Gatorade machines. Just like Goofy and his son Maximilian. That's what I'm going to call you. Gatorade machines are starting to climb up the shaft. Oh, no. I hear them Gatorade machines climbing up the elevator shaft. I'll protect you, little baby Gatorade machine. I mean, little baby Max. Let me... Let me just make a little backpack out of rope. Let me just make a little backpack out of the rubber tubing. Hi God damn it. <clears throat> Let me just make a little rubber backpack out of this little... <laughs> Let me just make a little backpack out of the rubber tubing wrapped around these torture devices. Mark rips it off and sounds like he's making a bunch of balloon animals into a backpack. There you go. I got you strapped into a little pack on my back. You're snug as a bug in a little rubber rug strapped to the back of me, snug as a bug. <laughs> Gatorade machines are getting closer. They're about to break through. Oh, my God. We need a way out of here. Oh, my God. <coughs> oh, God. I... <laughs> I legit just huffed in like... A whole chunk of mustache hair. <laughs> oh God! Oh. Take a drink. Oh my God! Down. It's lining my esophagus. Ah. Oh, where am I at? Yeah, drink, drink some. Drink some beer. Beer will help. Uh, beer will burn it out. I don't think beer is gonna <laughs> fix my lungs. Ah. Uh, uh, That's we, good. It's fiber. That mustache is fiber. We need no fiber. <laughs> We need to find a way out of here. Let me blast one of the here. Let me blast one of these here winders. Moon winders, that is. You know winders, baby Max. You know winders, baby Max. Let me teach you about winders. You look through them to see outside and to see the moon in particular. But first, I gotta charge up my blaster. I need to think of some big, beautiful biddies. <laughs> I call them biddies because they're big old. Huh, forgot who I was talking to, baby Max. You're too young to learn about biddies. <laughs> oh, jeez. Mark, look at you. About to tell a baby about biddies. Let's just, <laughs> let's just stick to Winders for now. We'll move up to biddies at a later date. Maybe in Mark Mallow Cup 5, <laughs> where he talks a lot less. <laughs> let's take it slow. Okay. Here we go. Big old biddies. I'm digging deep to find this name. Meatloaf from Fight Club. <laughs> okay, Mark's energy blaster. <clears throat> Dang. My energy blast bounced around. My energy blast bounced right off the winder like a racket ball. These are some strong winders, baby Max. Could have used some winders like this during our old hurry. <laughs> <laughs> could have used <laughs> could have used winders like this during old Hurricane Katrina back on Earth. I'll teach y'all about hurricanes when we're all. <laughs> I'll teach y'all about hurricanes when you're a little older, baby Max, and the horrible mishandling of Hurricane <laughs> Katrina. <laughs> right after I teach you about biddies. K K Katrina. 
<laughs> you almost had it. You're so close, but still not old enough. Scary machines are literally about to breach through the elevator doors. All right. Baby Gatorade ma um, Max. Looks like we're going to have to blast our way through these evil Gatorade machines. Let's let's barricade ourselves with some of the equipment. What in the Taco Bell fourth meal is that? Do you see that baby Gatorade machine? Oh, come on, Mark. Baby Max. Oh, this line is very important. Oh, cool. <laughs> Nailed it. Through the window, out in the moon horizon. Is that a spaceship coming right towards us? That puppy's coming in hot. Where did that other spaceship come from? Is that a spaceship or a swarm of flying Gatorade machines? This is like a war in the stars unfolding before our very eyes, Baby Max. Do you see this, Baby Max? You're too young. You don't understand war, let alone war in the stars. Holy guacamole! Those two ships just smash right into each other. Oh, Baby Max, another hand right towards us. Sounds of the machines are crashing through the elevator shaft. <laughs> Oh! Gatorade machines to my left, and Star Wars ships to my right, and here I am, stuck right in the middle with Baby Max. No place I'd rather be, Max. You're my best friend, Baby Max. I couldn't think of a person I love more than you, Baby Max. I'm starting to forget everyone else I know, Baby Max. <laughs> There's the sound of the spaceships roaring as it's getting closer and closer to the moon nursery. I want everyone out there to know I'm putting the mustache back on and it's 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 for the 28 people in the stream. <laughs> that is what I'm talking about. I know the risk it, that it comes with it, but I'm going to put it back on. And for I'm also effect. and I'm also going to continue to talk with this voice. No matter I how think, much I think, I think all of that was a way for you to take a break <laughs> with your voice. No way. And it's definitely, I think it's this definitely was. not that it hurts. Are you sure? And it's definitely not that my head feels like it's going to explode when I talk like this. <laughs> well, Hibbs, Hibbs, writing, Hibbs writing the script. Hmm. Jenkins should talk. The entire fucking time. <laughs> hey, I love Mark Mallow Cup, so I want more Mallow Cup. Once right, Jenkins' so voice is the finally scene. destroyed. Let me reset the scene right now. Let me give your voice a little bit of a break. Take some sips of water. For those just tuning in, we're on the moon in a nursery at the top of the Hilton Inn Moon Hotel. And it's actually a giant spaceship nest filled with sentient Gatorade machines, possibly demonically possessed from an alternate reality. Basically, an abomination against reality itself. Mark Mallowcup, our hero, is standing in the center of this with fucking Gatorade machines about to blast through the elevator shaft. And two spaceships that crashed into each other are about to crash through the windows, a.k.a. windows, of the nursery and collide right into the center of where Mark and Baby Max are standing. So he is stuck between a rock and a hard place. 
a moon rock in a hard place. <laughs> so that is uh, a voice break for, <laughs> for Jenkins. <laughs> Creep turkey and on biscuits. Them spaceships are going to smash through them windows. We got to hit the deck, kid. Owens, you're missing your line. There's a huge crash. Okay, we're back. The the machines have collided with the fucking spaceships. It's all anarchy. It's all disaster. It's anarchy. It's disaster. <laughs> Owens, Owens, coo and cue. That's right, baby Max. You shouldn't be seeing this anarchy. And then, and then the aftermath. Okay, we're on the moon base. The windows have been smashed. The there's smoldering metal. Gatorade machines are writhing and short circuiting. Smoke in the air. This place is wrecked. At least those Gatorade machines were destroyed. <laughs> Am I right, baby Max? Don't worry, baby Gatorade Max. <laughs> They're not your family. <laughs> Those Gatorade machines were just out to hurt you. But I wonder who's inside those crashed spaceships. Oh, I, I just got excited. Maybe it's a bunch of ETs <laughs> with long fingers trying to point their way home like that movie Extraterrestrial directed by Steve Spielb. Oh, you don't know anything about that, Baby Max. Do you? <laughs> you know who Steve Spielb is, Baby Max? Well, that's surprising. Got a Steve Spielb fan here. Steve Spielb, he, he spans all generations and creations. Well, anyway, let's go ahead and check out these bodies in this horrible mangled wreckage. <laughs> I'm going to teach you how to count bodies. <laughs> <laughs> baby, Ma baby Max. First lesson of the day, after, well, I guess second, because first was what winders are. Second lesson for you, Baby Max, I'm going to teach you how to count bodies. I'm going to teach you how to count with all these corpses and body parts strewn about. I know it can be scary to count without a calculator, but don't worry, Baby Max, I'm a calculator. So let's just use me. <laughs> let's see here. Okay, and Mark, Mark approaches the wreckage, and the commander's who we heard earlier talking to Kaku and Dr. Gitmo, we hear the commander's distorted voice over the radio. Demo team, come in. We still have your signal. Anyone, demo team, you out there, please respond. Oh no, baby Max, well, call me Houston because we've got a problem. Sounds like a bunch of tang suckers on our hands, baby Max. <laughs> wow. Look at that humdinger of an air hockey table. <laughs> there you have it all inside this spaceship. Maybe I'll teach you how to scrape plates on the old air holes someday, Max. Maybe we can go to a Dave & Buster's when we get back onto Earth. Clank that old puck around like those old tang suckers used to inside this spaceship. See, that's where I don't agree with my tax dollars. My tax dollars are going to tank suckers getting air hockey tables in their spaceships. Kill that's right, baby Max. We should shrink the government. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> you hear that, baby Max? 
Sounds like a beautiful Don't. song. <laughs> Don't. Don't play air hockey. Who said that? Back here. What are you? And why are you encased in metal? You some kind of robot person? This, this, this armor. What's with the helmet? Looks like a hockey mask made out of chrome. <laughs> Look like you're made out of what those kids on MTV called bling bling. If I was a kid like Baby Max here living on Earth, I'd say you, you got yourself pimped there, sir. My helmet, my helmet was forged from a star rock. Your helmet was made of rock stars? You must be from MTV. What rock star are you made of? Oh God, I hope it's Sammy Hagar. I really do. Let me, hey, hey, come here. Let me pop that mask off, please. I wish, I wish upon a star. I wish upon a rock star that it's Sammy Hagar. Little baby Max, look at me. I'm losing it. I'm so excited. I've never been so excited about the fact that I might get to meet Sammy Hagar. Oh dear, baby Max, you're losing. You're seeing me lose my cool. I'm start. I'm staring directly into the sun right now, wishing it was Sammy Hagar. I'm wishing upon the closest star. My eyes are on fire, baby Max, as I wish upon the closest star. The back of my eyes are burning, baby Max. Oh dear. Let's hope my wish came true. I hope it was worth burning my retinas. Let's get that helmet off. Come here. No, don't. The mask pops off. It's revealed who it is underneath. Well, dip me in chocolate and call me a strawberry. You're Bill Murray. Baby Max, look, it's the guy from Lost in Translation. This is Bill Murray, star of such films as Meatballs, Quick Change, and one of my personal favorites, Tootsie. It's always nice to meet a fan. What are you doing on the moon, Bill Murray? And why the heck are you dressed... <laughs> and why the heck are you not Sammy Hagar? <laughs> I kid. I'm kidding you. It's still pretty cool to meet Bill Murray. <laughs> why are you dressed like a mean old robot, though? You filming a movie up here called Mean Old Robots on the Moon? I'm part of a ancient order of protectors. I was sent by those Kaku guys. You know, I'm talking about, right, the beautiful silver hair, smells like fresh rain. Oh, I think I'm starting to get it. So you're telling me in the script you're called a Murray Lorian? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. They sent me up here against my will, the same team that sent you up. No kidding, huh? Well, that explains why you have one of... Oh. Well, that explains why you have one of their gravity devices on your chest. You got one just like it. Listen. Hey, we're chest brothers. <laughs> I'm probably going to die here, okay? Baby Max, there's enough what I said to <laughs> There's enough explosives here in the wreckage to split the moon in half. I was sent here to deliver that baby machine you have on your back to a new reality. Here, take my armor. Oh, no, really, I couldn't. I couldn't accept that, Bill Murray. It's fine. It's fine. You're going to need it. <laughs> These explosives are probably going to go off any second. When they do, 
we're going to have some big problems, pal. Millions of Gatorade machines are going to wake up from their underground hives. And they're all going to want to snatch up that kid. Oh, God. There's an escape pod on my ship. It has enough juice to blast you back to reality. Take the kid. Get out of here. I can't leave. I, I was sent here to destroy the Gatorade machines. What if they what if they fly down to Earth, Bill Murray? I can't let that happen. They won't go to Earth without the kid. They'll follow you. The bomb energizes. All right. We're running out of time. Squeeze into that armor and get into the escape pod. Get out of here. I mean, I couldn't, but uh, I, I guess... Squeeze in here, Bill Murray. Would you mind? Would you mind? Would it be a big deal if I, if I asked you if you could autograph <laughs> my armor and uh, ride on I'm there? Not, I don't have. And ride on there and say you're the biggest Tootsie fan. <laughs> do, you, do you have a? Do you have like a, a sharpie or a marker? I don't have I'd, a sharpie. I don't have a baby marker. Max. Do you, baby Max, do you have a sharpie on you? He says he left it in the nursery that got smashed by a spaceship. You can understand him? I understand every coup. <laughs> Call me like, Cuba Gooding Jr. because I understand. Call me Cuba Gooding Jr. because I understand every gosh darn coup. It's uh. like it gets translated in my head and it sounds like a toddler screaming at the top of his lungs in English. My brain is like a bunch of. My brain is a, a like a cage of trapped Mike Tyson pigeons. <laughs> so many. His brain is so many things. It's a ball of hot aluminum. It's scrambled eggs. It's Mike Tyson birds. It's a basket full of fucking lottery balls. Oh man, I guess if you insist, Bill Murray, don't worry about the autograph. I'll just slap it on my old behind. I hope I have the same measurements as Bill Murray. Look at this, baby Max. I got the same body size and shape of Bill Murray. This will go great on the, on my Wikipedia of Mark Malacup. He has the same measurements of Bill Murray. Wait a minute. You don't, you don't have a pilot of spacecraft. Oh, my God. Where 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 are we? <laughs> yeah, I mean, right here. Uh, guess this means we aren't getting a sequel. Wait a second. I, I don't know how to. I don't know how to pilot a spacecraft, Bill Murray. <clears throat> the armor will connect to the ship. It will get you to where you need to go. Look for the other protectors. You have to find the order of Kaku. They're your only hope. Go on. Wait, go that's on. that's your line. Get yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that, Bill Murray. I don't know how you handle that on set. I'm stepping on Bill Murray's lines. Look at me. Look at you, Mark. Stepping on Bill Murray's lines. Look at you. Go on. Get. Save the kid. Said it much better than I would, Bill. Can I call you Bill? <laughs> sure. Wow. That was cool sure. until you're about to blow up, and then it won't matter so much after that. <laughs> Well, if you insist, Bill. Okay, then. Come on, baby Max. I guess this means we aren't getting a sequel to Man Who 2. <laughs> I can't even say it because nobody knows this movie. Uh, 
I guess this means we aren't getting a sequel to Man- Ugh. I guess this means we aren't getting a sequel to The Man Who Knew Too Little. They left it open for a sequel, though, Max. Such a shame. I did want to see more. Mark enters the escape pod. Inside the escape pod, a computer activates. Escape pod activated. Boosters power up, and it blasts into the sky, or I guess into space. Wrong button. Sorry, it works. <laughs> Whoa! We're flying off the moon like a rocket, baby! <laughs> Whoa! Hang on there, little Max! Come on. Come on. Let's see what you got, bombs. Blow me up, bombs! Take me in this giant gator machine inside the moon with me! Moon explodes! I don't have a sound for that. <laughs> there. Ripped asunder. Mark's looking down at the moon. It's it's blown into two chunks as he's flying into space. Bill Murray wasn't kidding. That explosion nearly... <laughs> Bill wasn't... <laughs> Billy. Billy wasn't kidding. That explosion nearly ripped the moon in half. Looks like the Grand Moon Canyon down there. Gatorade machines buried deep within the moon start to wake up from their slumber, start to fly out in swarms. Holy hell. Those Gatorade machines are starting to pour out of the Grand Moon Canyon like a swarm of angry hornets. Well, they're coming right for us, baby Max. What the heck do all these buttons do? Get us out of here, escape pod. What are you doing, kid? What did you just hit? Reality jump in three, two, one. The escape pod blasts into a portal, and all the Gatorade machines follow it. And now we've entered the Gatorade machine tesseract. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh my God! These Gatorade machines have—they've got to be gaining on us. Let me look over my shoulder here, out of the back of this window of this rocket. What in the holy heck? Where there used to be a moon and a bunch of insect-like Gatorade machines flying out of it, there's just a void where it once existed. Everything looks like a void around us, Baby Max. Where are we, Baby Max? Baby Max, where are you? I didn't just travel all the way to... I didn't travel all this way to lose my very best friend. Where am I? What is this? Baby Gatorade machine! I'm Max! Maximilian! Where are you? Oh gosh, it's just an infinite, it's just an infinite void of cubes. Just cubes and calculators and Gatorade machines for miles and miles, all perfectly spaced out. <laughs> I can't stop falling, I'm falling. Baby Gatorade machine, Baby Max, where did you go? Where did you go? Where did Bill Murray, <laughs> where did Bill Murray go? <laughs> Mark, 
Mark comes to a stop and he's floating in the center of this strange new dimension. What did Bill Murray do to us? Uh, I've stopped. What is this? I'm floating around like Christopher Walken. Wait. I can see through these boxes and strange pulsing fibers. I can... I can see my home. It's my son. Timmy! Can you hear me? Timmy! Oh god, now, now I'm floating over top of my daughter in the living room. My mustache has fallen off. She's right there with her mother. She's with her mother, Darla! Darla Malakop! I'm right here! It's your betrothed! Oh my god! Oh my god! There's a Gatorade machine behind you, Darla! Oh, Darla! Kimmy! Timmy! Kimmy and Timmy and Darla! Timmy! Kimmy, you gotta get Timmy! And then get your mother, Darla! Kimmy, listen to Timmy! Timmy and Kimmy, go and get Darla! Oh, Darla and Timmy and Kimmy! I'm behind the karaoke cabinet, we keep the calculators! Oh, I'm behind the karaoke cabinet of the antique calculators! Oh my god! They're just sitting on the couch! Timmy and Kimmy, are you sitting there with your mother, Darla, on the couch? Snug as a bug in a rug. Oh, God, you're about to be smashed. You're about to be smashed on the window of a VW bug. Oh, God, I can't watch this. Watch up behind you. I can't stop it. Oh, God, they're being mutilated, and I can't stop it. The Gatorade machines are attacking Mark's family. Oh, no! They're going after my son. They're going after Timmy. They're going after my daughter. They're going after Darla. No! No! No, not my girl, not my boy, not my hot rod mama. <laughs> I hear nothing but screams around me. I'm floating to the other side of the rainbow bridge. This is the end of the road. I hear nothing but screams around me. I'm floating. Oh, God. It's it's me getting smashed to bits in the other lost colony of Roanoke. The one that took place in Virginia. Oh, God. I'm floating through this void. I'm floating around. Now I'm looking through an infinite peephole, staring at myself <laughs> in the hotel lobby of a Holiday Inn, getting murdered by Gatorade machines. Mark, Mark, can you hear me? Mitchell Cochran? Is that you? It is, a, it is I, Mishu Kaku. I can see you. You are faint, but I can see you. I am communicating to you from the Shadow Realm. Is that what this place is, Mitchell? Please make it stop. All I can see are my nightmares through my eyes of the Gatorade machines that have tortured me in the past, Mitchell. Mark, 
You are not in the Shadow Realm. You are between time and space. You are looking at the infinite realm of your memories and quantum possibilities. He made this for you. Who made this for me? Was it Bill Murray? No person could make this. Not even Bill Murray. This box within infinite boxes made of infinite strings is mind-boggling complex. It's Gatorade machines on top of Gatorade machines. Folding in on themselves with my memories projected like 3D movies, dancing like ghosts across them. It wasn't made by a person, Mark. It was made by the baby Gatorade machine you saved. Max? No. No, that's, that's impossible. He is attempting to communicate with you. He needs you, and you need him. For what gosh darn purpose? To save us. To save the future of all realities. Oh no. Michael, something's happening. Everything's folding away. I'm getting folded in. Everything's turning into silver goo. I feel like I'm inside Alex Mack right now, and I, that sounds weird, but I mean like I'm the goo. I'm turning into goo that's inside Alex Mack's. There's yeah. bright goo everywhere, but it doesn't feel like goo. It feels like ice-cold fresca running through my veins. I, I'm floating through a cloud of fresca, Michael. Michael Coltrane, are you still there? Are you seeing this? Mitchell! Wait a second. I see the escape pod. And there's a robot man looking back at me. It's reaching its hand out to me. It's holding out an ice cold fresca. It wants me to take the fresca. Wait a minute. That robot man. It's the baby Gatorade machine all grown up. It's Max. He's grown up. He's smiling at me. Max is smiling at me as his hand, as he hands me a fresca. I know what I have to do. I understand, Michael. I understand everything. Whoa! Marcus stuck back into the escape pod. Whoa! I'm back. I'm back in the escape pod. <laughs> Baby Max, I hate to use false, <laughs> I hate to use foul language, but I was tripping balls just for a second there. You'd never believe what happened. <laughs> and wait a second. What's in my left hand? The very fresca that was handed to me across time and space. I've been flying through reality for about six, eight million years. I'm parched. Mark cracks open the fresca. Ah, now that's some ice cold fresca. I feel refreshed. Don't worry, Max. I know exactly how to get us home. But hang on. Because, but hang on. Because it's going to be a bumpy ride. Skate pod blasts off into deep, deep space. Yeah, the, What the fuck is that? Jenkins is spraying on me. He's spraying liquid from his belly button. 
<laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> yes, you are, you dickhead. No, no, I'm just peeing. Uh... You're not peeing from your fucking pee-pee. It's coming from your belly button, Jenks. Oh, something's wrong, guys. Oh, my God. He sprung a leak. He's drowning yeah. in Gatorade. This Listen to normal. him. No, no human being does this. Help me. Help me. He's drowning? I got to pull a plug. Like, don't pull any plug. Fucking plug your leak, Jenkins. Oh, I'm going to plug. Oh, I'm going to pull my own plug right here in front he of you. He the cord. He's, he's blowing up like Inspector Gadget. Holy shit. He's going to blow. Oh, you found me. Oh, that's right. Oh, it's me. It's me, Mark Malika. I'm real. And I was trying to pull a Mama Lauren's Mama Big House on you. Wait, what? Hang on. Is he trying to say Martin Lawrence from Big Mama's house? Yeah. I talked to old Steve Spleeb on this one. <laughs> one of my old wild adventures. Had him make me an old Mama Big suit. Had a little... <laughs> Had a little help from Paul Giamatti himself from American Splendor. Ever heard of him? That's... That's funny. <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> I had the same team make me... an Owen suit. Owens rips off his skin. What in the flying heck? I'm Mr. Gatorade, creator of Gatorade and Gatorade Machine Corp. And this, this, this isn't Hibs. This is my most powerful Gatorade machine I've ever made. Uh, no, no, it's not. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Look, you can just tell by looking at him. He's huge. It looks like he has a giant machine under him. You can see it bubbling out of the surface of his skin, making him bloat up like a dead fucking pufferfish. Hey, f you. That's just how I look. I don't, I don't look like a dead pufferfish. Hey, listen, Puff Daddy. I can't risk it. I hate to tell you, but I'm going to have to blow your head off. And guess what? I'm all loaded up on my spank bank with the power of Fresca and Mama Lawrence from Mama Big House. It's it's Martin Lawrence from Big Mama's house, and I'm not a fucking Gatorade machine. Yes, you are. You're definitely a Gatorade machine. Suck Fresca, possible Gatorade machine. Mama Big House's big bitties. <laughs> oh. Jesus Christ. I've never seen anything more gruesome in my entire life. You blew his head completely apart. And to my knowledge, he wasn't even a Gatorade machine. You're next if you don't give me back baby Max. Where is my baby boy Max? Where are you keeping him? <laughs> You'll never find him, Mark. Never in a million billion years. Attack him, Gatorade machine Hibs. Oh, wait. He's dead. He's fucking dead. You blew his head off. And actually, he wasn't even a Gatorade machine. Gotta get that through my head, Mr. Gatorade. Get that through your head. 
I'm not going to ask again. Where in the heck is Baby Max? Okay, okay. He's inside the Gatorade vending machine over there on the other side of the fire. Good. Suck, suck calculator fist, Mr. Gatorade. I'm going to punch you right in your jaw. Huh? My calc fist went right through you. <laughs> You're an illusion. That's right, Mark. I'm a hologram. Halfway across the galaxy as I speak. Yes. I got an Owen suit made and put it over a hologram. <laughs> <laughs> they said it couldn't Good be done. Good luck to find me. <laughs> Boys in industrial light and magic work wonders. Wow. Steve Spiel has done it again. <laughs> I'm Mr. Gatorade. And I'll always be Mr. Gatorade. Fade out. Say you know, he should he should definitely say another Gatorade line like, and remember, Mark. <laughs> and remember, Mark, when the G hits right, the G is right. I'm Mr. Gatorade. <laughs> what? Is that a catchphrase? The G is right. The G is wrong. Come back, ghost. Oh, he's gone. Important Coo. line, Owens. Coo. <laughs> Baby Max. Baby Max, I'll get you out of that old vending machine. Good thing I got a fresh, crisp dollar. Good thing I got a fresh, crisp dollar, dollar bill to get you. <laughs> Good thing I got a fresh, crisp dollar bill to get you to roll on out of there. Dear Lord, they were drinking your... <laughs> Dear Lord, they were drinking your blood, Baby Max. <laughs> it's okay. Hold on, Baby Max. We'll get you help. Then we're going to hunt down Mr. Gatorade. Weren't you drinking his blood, Mark? <laughs> Technically. <laughs> I was drinking. I don't know who's speaking to me right now, but it was false Gatorade <laughs> juice. It was all long con. Steve Spiel made, made it for me. <laughs> anyway, I got to stop talking to these ghost thoughts in my mind. <laughs> Let's get to the spaceship, Baby Max, and let the adventures continue forever and always. Setting up Mark Mallow Cup 5, the Markalorian. And that is the end of a raw tape. <laughs> and it's and it, and Jenkins' throat is raw. That was the first one we caught a raw tape. That was the and your first, ears and eyes the first, are raw. The first and last raw tape. First and last. Jenkins will never be able to speak again. Mission accomplished. I'm going to grab some water. I'll be right back. Yes. Take a water break. Everybody, why don't you boil up some brisk tea? I'm going to stop. Uh, Lord, wait a minute, Jenkins. Lord of Turtles missed the last 20 minutes. So we're going to have to redo those. You got to redo that. Jenks, well, well, I guess you're going to have we'll to have wait him, for the, the raw we'll have tape. have redo it when he comes back. Yeah, yeah he's definitely going to redo it. Pretty much the whole thing. I mean, I think we should do it from right after the sponsor break. Top from the top? From the top. from the tippity top. Yeah, top why not from, from the, the top? Let's just do it from the completely from the top. What's that, guys? Lord of Turtles was taking a shit, so you're going to need to do at least the last 20 minutes again. Oh, okay. Uh... Huh. Uh, all right. Yeah. Sure. Are you Are you up for it? Are you up for it, big guy? 
Yeah, I mean, he donated 420. I can't, you know. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. Uh, Coltrane. Coltrane just got here, too. From Coltrane. He just yeah. got here from the top. So, so we're going to have to do this from the top. Oh. Um. Huh. Okay. Yeah, sure. I mean, it was only three hours, but yeah, sure. Okay, well, we got another three hours in us. I mean. Yeah, I mean, it's only it's only 11 o'clock Eastern time. Okay, good. Take a couple of drinks. <laughs> Poor Jenkins looks so worn out. I don't know if he looks worn out. I think it's just his haircut. No, I, uh, yeah. I I did. I am upset that we did miss one one very important Mr. Gatorade line. Um, that that doesn't make any sense. Oh. So I'm I'm glad we missed it. But it's still funny to think that what why he doesn't understand what Hibbs is. <laughs> just say it, Owens. Oh. You already did, Mark. It's oh, it's Mark says. Well, if he was, I would have taken him down. You already did, Mark. My most beautiful creation that never was, that never will be, that never was meant to be, and sadly, can't be until the day that it could possibly be. Perhaps one day, maybe, if we can let it be. And that's usually our writing is where we think it's funny or if we just keep adding things to things. That's why Mark yes. talks as much as he does. Yeah, this script, uh, to be fair, was already very, very, very long. And then we did a rehearsal. It was longer than this. It was longer than this. But there were scenes, there were very huge deleted scenes that I'm sure will come out, come about as we sift through the rawness of all this. And uh, yes, it is a fractal. All, all these are fractal sentences. It's all chaos uh, grammar. To kind of Which means a guys terrible grammar. To kind of put you guys into the perspective of what happens after this, then we break it up and start editing it. And yeah. Cut out all the ums and errs and start putting in the million sound effects and the music. And uh, so, we're so let, let's put this straight up. Straight up. Straight this up is... raw. But I mean, would, would people want to see the cinematic Mark Mallow Cup universe? Yeah, that's wanna, the biggest thing is like is if everybody wants it to be a fucking This has been submitted to scare you. So, so we're submitting it yeah, for did approval. It scare you? Are you scared <laughs> out of your mind? And this is pretty this is a pretty straightforward horror movie. I mean, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yes, yes, please do the stop motion visualization, yeah. Perfect. Perfect. My thoughts exactly. I can't believe 28 people stuck stuck it out for fucking three hours, guys. Yeah. That's a that's like a Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I really do appreciate that's it. That's like guys. one. That's amazing. And I don't think I, I think just for sanity's sake, these might be roughly an hour and a half to three hours. I mean, I'm, yeah, you know, for the, the first next, one, I mean, we went Mark Mallow Cup and usually we went Mark, all in. Yeah, Mark Mallow Cup's always long. The problem is, is that. <clears throat> Yeah, Mark Malakup talks. Thank a you, lot, Lord of Turtles. But adding in, uh, adding in other characters, we just fucking make up shit that's not in the script. And then <laughs> <laughs> the other thing you guys didn't really see much in this one. Maybe you saw it in the Patreon video for the top tier, but uh, it's a lot of fucking like us talking for each other. Is how we come up with a lot of stuff. Is uh, we'll sit there and try to improv, and it gets kind yeah, of. Yeah, that's weird why Mark. That part of it. That's why Mark 
Mark's stuff is so fucking long half the time when he goes out into long because it's like Cause we keep he says something and then yeah one of us will be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> we just talk yeah, like Mark. He <laughs> yeah, what if he said something about uh you know gummy bears or what if he said something about the moon being made out of cheese? What if he said something about them coming out? I I resisted the urge very much to continue to add lines during the during this raw tape session so. There'll probably be, you know, future ones won't be as polished as this, so you'll probably see a little bit more improv and a little bit more yeah. ad-lib in it. It might be a mix, a mix of, like, what the rehearsals look like when we sent those videos of the rehearsals and a mix of this. There'll be, like, theatrical elements, but yeah, it's probably going to get looser and looser and looser the more raw we, the more raw we dog it. You know what I'm saying? For new people, uh, every Monday, we uh, do Scareball where... Uh, we look at user submitted stuff, or we just fucking bullshit with everybody. <laughs> uh, it's you know, you know, we might bullshit with everybody, but it's all in good scare fun. Okay, yeah. we try to scare each other, try to see who can scare the shit out of us. Most of the stuff is kind of not scary, but every once in a while we get a spook or two in there. Jacobs had a pretty scary story last scare ball. That was two, a, yeah. I had two, and then Hibbs had a story that people thought were pretty interesting. Hibbs had a fair well, that, that, that story was more or less was more or less you guys uh, telling me yeah. that I suck. Is that up on bird. YouTube? Yeah, it's up on YouTube. So if you guys so missed out on, on Hibbs talking about sucking um, a turd, uh, to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, this is a raw uh, topic for me at the raw tapes. That it was just basically them shitting on a heroic act. By saying that I sucked on turds, so that's kind of that mean, one. Uh, that one can be deleted in the Scareball archives. Yeah, we're not deleting that. that but they're going to be better than that. that they're going to be much better than that. Yeah. The raw tape mining industry. Ooh, pseudo football. Glad... Scared of my uh, cicada story I told. Dogface four one two. It's a newer name. Is that is that all we got in the uh, bits and polygons and the yeah the world? what we have thank you guys this is it jenkins has to go see a vocal specialist (laughs) uh i think he's open this late yeah i think he takes late night calls um go play video games i was gonna play video games and i'm assuming he's gonna boil a big old bottle of piss (laughs) uh I'm going to try to rewrite history with the whole turd-sucking thing. What a terrible way to end this, talking about piss and turds. Um, We love you guys. Thank you for your support. We will continue to process and mine old tapes and give you more raw tapes to bring you into this dark world. Thank you so much for sticking it out. Tell us on social if you guys are liking it, uh, the raw tapes. Um, yes, yes. This, if you guys are listening to this as a podcast. We're releasing this as a podcast. Uh, let us know if you like it. If you want something different. Again, we'll release this as a podcast, and then there's a real good chance that we make this into an actual podcast episode. Like a because this is gonna be a separate thing on the podcast feed. Send us send us positive reviews on iTunes. Talk to the world through social media about how fucking spooked out of your mind you are. Spread Cold the spooky train. world. Coltrane, thank you for the 95 bits. Thank you. Polygons. That, that end, of, end of the bits. Polygons to you. Polygons to you. Five to midnight. We just took it raw for three hours. <laughs> we did just take it raw for three hours. Right in the polygon, baby. <laughs> I'm trying to get the aware of the audience attention.
Good night, guys. Nighty night, baby boys and baby ghouls.